Hello, everyone in podcast land. I'm David. And I'm Jono. And this is the podcast where we give our thoughts, our reactions to all the biggest shows that happened this week. The one, the only show that happened this week, the PlayStation Showcase. This yeah. is the Let's Swing It podcast. Uh, yeah. How you doing, Jono? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, we have a. Oh, yeah. oh. I mean, it, oh, oh. it's pretty good. Um. I mean, I already told what happened in the drum in the uh, the wing warm up, which is exclusive to the Patreon drumettes. Uh, so, so go dot com go, slash let's wing it. If you if you're curious about what's going on, sign up to be our drumette, then it's great. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good, also bad, and also I'm actually playing. Doing the first first thing is I'm doing disc golf for the first time. So oh. uh, after after this pod, because we're recording on a Saturday morning, which is a different time than we ever yep. done, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just gonna go take off and play some disc golf because apparently it's That's huge so fun in it's new jersey in new jersey yeah it's because there's nothing else to do <laughs> it's uh it's i mean i think if you're in maine uh i think it's like you have nothing else to do that's why it has such an opioids problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess uh doing i'd rather my kid does disc golf than drugs so yeah or you can do drugs and disc golf i guess at the but... same time okay Whoa, all right so trippy uh meth and meth and frisbee is classic combo anyways PC. we have a treat for you guys today we're gonna to be talking about the playstation showcase we're also gonna be talking about my thoughts on the little mermaid movie oh uh, which God. i saw last night it's love yeah. being a stepdad yeah. uh and uh you Jono has updated thoughts on legend of zelda legend of zelda because i finally got uh a monitor from n60 thank you Woo! for n60 Shout out. It's a Canvas 27Q 1440p monitor, which is actually really good. I was actually really surprised. And uh, and when I finally get my full setup back, I will we will do a giveaway for that monitor, and I will ship it out to someone in North America. Not, I'm sorry, sorry, no. international people, sorry, but yeah. shipping a freaking monitor to like India is gonna be like the same More cost as the monitor. monitor. Is <laughs> I know, so yeah. I, I can't do no. it. Maybe you can because yeah, I, I think it's cheap. I think it's cheap there. From Canada? Uh, well, from the U.S. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm uh, America, I, baby. Have I talked about the Guardians of the Galaxy game, too? Because I, uh, I have thoughts on that. I'd wanna oh, you've played it? it? I uh, I beat it the other week, and so I have thoughts. No, uh, I, uh, I, haven't, I haven't thought. I haven't, I haven't tried that at all. But, but uh, uh, I, haven't, I don't think yeah. I've talked about it on the podcast, right? I know. I think. Is it on Xbox Pass, too? Uh, it might be. Yeah. I played it on PS Plus because that's yeah, where yeah. it was free for me. Anyways, so, let's actually, start with. I, oh, the, oh, like just one last thing is that uh, near the end, I will. Tr if we have time, I'll try to pitch you to get watch nine one one. Oh God, yeah, we forgot. It's last so week. good. I, I was like, I got off scot free. Yay! <laughs> okay. Cool. All right, let's start. You can pitch me. You can pitch me. Let's start with uh, PlayStation. Why not? So this week on Thursday, they had their big PlayStation showcase, which was much much hyped it was it's been a while since they've done a showcase i think since 2020 where they did two mm -hmm. um and the idea was you know we're going to show you the future of playstation we're going to re reveal a bunch of games we're going to show you updates on lots of games and uh general quick little thoughts Jono, what did you think what did you think of the stuff that was shown the stuff that i was really interested in was freaking awesome the stuff i was not interested in i'm livid <laughs> i was like why? Uh, yeah. But I think you, I think you and I both know exactly which one I'm actually like really upset about. Upset about? Uh, yeah. Maybe, but well, maybe we'll get there. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of good to leave it hanging. Uh, I think 
the we won't I won't give a letter grade. We'll save that for the end. Um, mm. I was definitely not super impressed watching it. Uh, I feel like there was lots of games yeah. shown, but there was way too many CG trailers. Yes. There was not enough like gameplay showcases. Yeah. I think that they almost had like in a weird way, and maybe I'm stupid for saying this. Too many games shown where none stood out. Um, and then there was certainly not enough first party stuff. Um, they kind of like yeah. get to like the last 15 minutes, last 20 minutes of the show, and they're like, all right, it's first party time. And then they're yeah. like, hey, two CG trailers, Gran Turismo movie. <laughs> and oh, then yeah. like, Spider Man. And you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So we, we got there, but like, what? <laughs> <laughs> is Spider Man? Yeah, Spider Man's first party, right? It's yeah, because they bought Insomniac a few yeah, years yeah. ago. So. Yeah, I skipped a Spider-Man 2 gameplay because I already knew it was going to be good. I just want, like, I don't, I really don't want to be spoiled in that game. And I already watched okay. the first, like, minute and I was already spoiled. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, like, yeah, I shouldn't yeah, have yeah. watched this gameplay trailer. Yep. And so I just stopped it. So, like, Spider-Man 2 is going to be awesome. Like, it's, yeah. it's not going to be I don't think anyone, yeah. Yeah. It, I don't think anyone doubts that Spider-Man 2 could be fucking sick. Yeah. So, like, pretty much, I think the most coolest trailer I saw was Marathon. Which was like, you know, I know it's CG, but it could not be also CG too, because it could be like no, scripted. That's CG. Is this CG? Because it <laughs> looks like there's sure some CG scripted. Trailer. It was nah, like no. it just felt like a little bit. Uh, who knows? I'm excited for the fact that um, Bungie gets a chance to go back to like their franchise that started them off before yeah. Halo, but it looks so transformed that it's going to be like barely related, and it's yeah. not even a single player game. It's going to be, you know, extraction based. Yeah, uh, so like that's one thing I was kind of like I was really excited because I played Marathon back way back in like the nineties, and mm -hmm. I was like a little boy going, "Ooh, this is cool." <laughs> um, but yeah, this is like an extraction shooter, team base. But I just like it because the style, the styling of it yeah. is super cool. Granted, I'm really scared that they're gonna just do the Rainbow Six Fortnite method of just like having fucked up skins of just like. Well, this doesn't look tactical anymore. This what is do you, just what do you what did you think was gonna happen? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just gonna be they're unicorns. not gonna try and maximize the profits and ruin, you know, the balance know. and I'm, integrity of the the artistic vision. Yeah, like, I think no it's way, just the man. purest to me because the game, game the at least the, the trailers look super artistic. I love like mm -hmm. how clean and futuristic it looks. The music is super cool. Um, yeah. I'm gonna assume the 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 gunfights and everything are gonna be really intense and sweaty so i'm like bungie really has one of the best gun feels uh in the biz like this yeah. since halo uh destiny 2 is super fucking fun to play yeah. i don't love looter shooters like that and i don't love live service games so i've been like i'm not super interested in getting back yeah but when you're actually in the gunfights and like, they just feel so fucking good yeah i just i just hope the marathon will have like the standard game modes like domination capture the flag uh team deathmatch like that stuff and then i could go play the the the, the battle royale style of looting and extraction and then I think i'll be pretty happy yeah there probably will be i mean disney 2 has the crucible or whatever uh where they have all of the like more standard multiplayer modes yeah and that's super fun uh and they found a way to make it that like no matter what level of gear you have you can be competitive yeah. in that and so yeah. i I have faith. I think Destiny, or sorry, I think Bungie was a good acquisition for Sony. I yeah. wish no studios were being acquired, but mm -hmm. I think in their strategy to go more online, that's a good move. I know that Bungie is working on a new IP that's exclusive for Sony because this game is coming to 
mm-hmm. PS5, Xbox, and PC. Yeah. Um, and I think like it's the the trend seems to be if it's a live service game, put it on everything. That's yeah. the better move. And yeah. I think I mean that they have the numbers. They're probably making a smart decision. Yeah. Uh, and no one is like I think going to look at live service games and be like that's a premier exclusive that makes me want that console. Like I can't. That's an experience I can only get on PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, you make no. more money just servicing everybody, technically. Hell yeah. And that's then, what, that's when I worked the streets. That was my, my uh, <laughs> just, ideology, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Both genders or all, all genders. Doesn't matter. You, 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 yeah. the, the money is still green. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think the other game that I'm actually kind of quasi interested in trying, probably not fully wait, 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 wait. I oh, think yeah. we should go. Okay, I go think ahead. we should now go to the beginning. We kind of okay, broke, okay, uh, okay. broke the protocol. Yeah. So the show starts with. Uh, before even like Jim Ryan comes on screen, a trailer for Fair Game, which is like a payday looking competitive game. So it looks like it's like a cyber tech heist thing where it's going to be squad based or whatever. Uh, and it was a CG tone setting trailer. Um, did you watch that at all, Jono? Yeah, I watched it and I got like the concept is like so boring to me. It's the same thing of like what you're complaining about with um, the Luda show and the marathon. I'm like another one. Oh my god! Yeah. And also, here's a here's this thing: the whole concept is super stupid to me. So it's like mm. the the these hackers or these activists are trying to steal from the rich. They're trying to Robin Hood, uh, the pe- yeah. like the rich people. Granted, you're fighting against other Robin Hoods. I'm like, why? Like, how is this? Like, this is dumb. It's like, yeah, why are me, we doing this? <laughs> I actually, I actually got mad at the setting because it's like at first I was like. Okay, this could be cool, you know, like a fuck rich people kind of game. Yeah. But then it's so clearly not an integral part to it. It's just like surface level set dressing that's like, yeah. oh, what's trendy? Hating rich people. Let's put that in the game. Yeah. And it was like, okay. Uh, it, it's made by Jade Raymond, who was like an ex Ubisoft dev who went yeah. dev and went to Stadia, yeah. uh, which obviously went super well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this studio was acquired by Sony. So it is a first party studio. Yeah, but when I watched the trailer, to me it almost looked like a Ubisoft like online forever game it's... with no real soul. I I, I thought it was going to be um like a Watch Dogs. I thought I thought it was just going to be like a dungeon shooter. That's what I was thinking of mm. at first, and then and then once you saw like them fighting against another group, you're like, oh yeah. Honestly, that was such a bummer because I, I, if it was a PVE game, I think I could be more into it. Yeah. But as soon as it's like, oh, there's going to be two squads fighting to steal stuff first. I was like, ah, I mean, it's it's like to me, I'm like, is this just like like a contradiction? It's like, oh, it's rich people making poor people fight for entertainment. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) I bet I honestly that that would be a neat tweet. Twist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think that's that's most of my thoughts for fair game. Yeah. Do you have anything else? No. Next that, was Helldivers yeah. 2, which actually started off really strong for me. I think the like <laughs> fake military recruitment thing was really funny. Yeah. Uh yeah, and he like he's screaming, <laughs> like his family gets just destroyed and like the way they 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 modeled his scream. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, All right, no, join the military because you have freedom to kill shit. Uh and then you know, you you see that because Helldivers one, I think, is a top down shooter. Uh, and this is a much more like in the action third person yeah. game. I mean, here's Looks fun. I think that. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Oh, no. Here, here's the thing with Herald Divers. Like it's it's a PVE game, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I here's like, like, yeah, it's really um, weird because like there was the other game that just kind of came out or early access at least is the, the Social Troopers game. And I'm like, is this the same thing? 
Like, yeah, at first I was like, is this a Starship Troopers game? Even when they showed the arachnoids or the insects or whatever yeah. they're called in this, I was like, oh, it's Starship Troopers. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought. So I'm like, this is so weird. It's it's like the same kind of problem I had when the two movies came out, like, uh, what was it? Uh, Deep Impact and uh, Armageddon. It's like, is this oh, the yeah, same yeah, yeah. quasi movie? One is just more technical. For sure. But for sure, I think it's fine. Like, I just like people yeah. are going to play it. It's going to be fun. And then we can just skip I, past it. I'm <laughs> hoping the art style has more to offer than they showed in the trailer because it looked kind of painfully generic, you know, like sand world and brown soldier armor and then like insect things you kill. I was like, oh, I feel like with the fun tone it started off with, it could be so much more like visually distinct. Yeah. But um, maybe there's more to it and maybe it's just really early. So they, oh, that's the only level they had ready, but, uh, I hope it's more. Yeah. Uh, next up was, and that's going to be PC and PS five. Yeah. Uh, so not Xbox. Yeah. Then we have, uh, the magic shooter immortals of a vam. Did you watch the trailer for that? No, I did not. Cause it just, no wait. Oh. I think I did. I think I was just kind of like, this seems kind of cool. I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a it's like a fast-paced first-person shooter, but instead of guns, you have like this arm with uh, the magic implement. And so it's like a magic, magic. first-person shooter. Yeah. Magic. Uh and it looks pretty cool. It's made by EA and it's I think one of the first EA Originals games of recent times. Like Oh wait, EA's kind of making this? I am I'm going to hold my breath. <laughs> hey, no, no, you're going to not hold your breath or else you're going to die. Um but uh yeah it looks pretty good yeah. uh it has like i think it has a lot of potential it also like you said it's an ea game so it has potential to be just a little rushed or unfinished yeah although they've been on a pretty good streak recently of releasing some good single player stuff so well, i mean i think kind of with EA's, the fallen order oh no not fallen order uh, uh yeah fallen order yeah. yeah fallen order uh need for speed and they did another did the last need for speed did one. good was it was it good uh, well, it was good. It didn't do super good. Oh, because uh, it looked cool. I was like, oh, maybe when I get my setups back. Oh, up, and I'll Dead Space. It. Yeah, and so De so yeah. Dead Space. Uh, but EA has always been this way. Everyone always like forgets that EA actually can be good sometimes. Like yeah. they go they go through phases where they're like focused on sports and live service, and they they fucking suck. Yeah, and then they like ruin a bunch of studios and a bunch of games. But then they have to bounce back, and they usually yeah. do. Like they they release good games. You know, like. The Titanfall era had a, wasn't just Titanfall two that yeah. was good. It was like there was several games around it that were good, and so I think we're in a good period of EA. I hope. I, I hope I, we're in the Renaissance area of EA, and then Ubisoft just dies, and then all EA acquires all their IP over there and becomes a mega. No, mega I want. Thing. I want it to break apart the same way that like Respawn did. Yeah. Um. That take the talent of the studio, the core. If the if the studio is good, and then go and do their own thing because uh like. Respawn is fucking killing it. Like, obviously, yeah. there's issues in many of their games. But in terms of, like, general consistency, they've produced really excellent titles, even though they're under EA. And they were under EA during a time when EA was really sucking. I mean, what, what was so, the last game Respawn made? That was... Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Fallen Order. Yeah, and then before that was Apex. Um, uh, I mean... Oh, I guess it was Jedi... <laughs> No, no. I guess in Jedi Survivor is the no. Yeah, that's, the old that's, one? that's what I was thinking. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. 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 You're yeah right. Jedi Survivor is the new one. Fallen Order was the first one. Yeah, which is cool. And like, then, I have no problems with that. Like, yeah. I think Apex. Everyone goes like, Apex is really good. I'm like, yeah, like it's just built on a really good game. <laughs> like, like that's well, that's yeah. And saying. it's like they, they, yeah, they took like Titanfall and then they made it less Titanfall. Yeah, and then they added a bunch of hero stuff. And the thing I find, excuse me, 
The thing I find more and more with hero shooters is all the abilities. If they if they the game exists long enough, yeah, all of the abilities are just end up being copied from other hero shooters. Like there's just like with Rainbow Six, with this, with Overwatch, <laughs> there just starts to be heroes, and you're like, oh, it's it's like Pulse from Rainbow Six. Yeah, yeah, you, you can see through walls a little bit. Like, yeah, there's just so many things that just get copied, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, uh, I mean, I think like Call of Duty tried to do this hero shooter with Block Ops, uh, Blops Four, and in Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. they failed really hard because uh, I dominated that game. I I would say that was probably my last like shooter i was super good at because okay. uh, uh i found a, a game breaking bug pretty early and then everyone reported okay. it and it, they, they nerfed it and i was like no <laughs> i'm done i don't want to deal with this shit it was like 45 i got 45 kills and like two deaths i'm like yeah <laughs> Hell yeah but yeah i know um, it's they, they, you know it's it's gonna be i think it's probably gonna be fine i'm just gonna wait until i see more and hear more because it was just like CG trailer, some gameplay, and then I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so the Mortal Kombat had a decent amount of gameplay, but it was cut really fast. Yeah. Um. So it was one of those games I was like, oh, I didn't know this existed, even though it had been announced. Uh, and I was like, this could be good. I'm not going to, I don't pre-order games, but it's like, I could see uh, eagerly anticipating its Game Pass release. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, I, mean, I doubt I'll spend $100 on it. I think, no, I think EA and Xbox has a partnership, I believe. So I think they like, yeah, it's, I think uh, you get the base version of EA play on game pass, but that doesn't include brand new games. It includes 10 hour trials yeah. of brand new games. So I think that's which a smart actually move. is plenty. Yeah. Uh, and if I love the game, maybe at that point I could pay for it. Oh, but I yeah, think I, you can get pro at a discount of Xbox pass yeah. or something. So, I mean, that's a pretty so good I'm, way of doing things. Oh, totally. And it's way better. Uh, PS plus yeah. the, uh, the ultimate tier, you get a two hour trial of select games yeah. so you don't get to just you know play any game for two hours it's only like the ones that they've curated to have the two-hour trial yeah which is fine and it, two hours is better than nothing but it's also uh you know 20 percent of 10 hours <laughs> yeah i mean or like it's like i was trying to play last of us uh remake yeah um mm -hmm. and then it was just like two hours in i just i just got to uh past um was what was the the lady's name that Joel's with at the beginning? Tara Tess Tess. I Tess. just got her her death scene and I was like, and yeah. the game's done. I'm like, this feels like such a like a weird way of doing things. <laughs> it's like I I understand why they do it because it's like I actually was close to pulling the trigger at that point. So it's like, oh man, I really want to just keep going. But yeah. I think that it's the EA Play is definitely the the more consumer friendly way, which yeah. is a weird fucked up thing to say about <laughs> EA. But like I said, bad times, good times for EA. Yeah. Uh, they're better than Ubisoft now. Cool. Ubisoft, I think, is the bottom of the. I Activision Blizzard might be bottom of the barrel. Um, I I would say Activision Blizzard is a little bit better than Ubisoft because the Call of Duty, the reboot of the Call of Duty series, is pretty dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then there's Overwatch too. Yeah, I'm just I'm just uh, we talked I, about I, that. We, we won't we won't yeah. retread I, that. I, I, will, but, I uh, would just say when I look at that partnership, I just go Activision and just stop. I just don't think about. The, the second part of that name no, <laughs> anymore fair. but anyways let's let's uh, move on yeah let's move on so next was ghost runner 2 which started off as like a cgs trailer and then you know ends up going into the gameplay i actually haven't played the first ghost runner yeah but it, i've been meaning to i i haven't it just felt like because i'm not into speed running and that whole game is about mm. speed running uh it's not the fact that i don't like it it's just like 
oh, there's nothing here to appeal to me because I don't care about finishing a level fast and stylistic. I just want to yeah. have a good experience and move on. Like, like I'm at that age where I can't spend like yeah. 20 hours on a game. I'm a big fan of like skill-based, fast-paced traversal shooters. Yeah. Uh, and so it definitely is up my alley. My problem is for a while, I haven't had a good PC first-person shooter setup, and I don't like playing console. I don't like playing shooters with a controller. Yeah. And I like, I need, like, this is my my one really elite gamer take. I don't like playing shooters at less than 100 frames a second. I don't and think so that's, I, I'm, I'm good with, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's an elitist thing because you're, you've come from a competitive background on shooting. Technically, mm-hmm. I have two with Counter Strike and I used to play that on a CRT. So I yeah. didn't know what the hell refresh rate was back then. Yeah. Back in, uh, back then. Yeah. It was just good. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I mean, like if you try to play competitive COD, uh, under hundred or like Valorant or any shooter, uh, under a hundred, you 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 will mm-hmm. lose. Like you will be at a yeah. disadvantage. A hundred percent. And I can feel the difference pretty immensely between you know sixty and one hundred and forty and yeah. three hundred. But uh, it looks really cool. I I actually am super into it. I might uh, download. I actually have Ghost Runner, or I did until I flashed my computer. Uh, <laughs> had Ghost Runner installed because I've been intending to play it, but I don't have. My problem right now is I don't have a non Bluetooth wireless keyboard, which is what I need to play in that chair. Oh. Um, so I can play with Bluetooth, but it's just spotty. And like once in a while, just, there's a delay. That, and that game, you, it's not you, fun. Can't, you can't have a delay. Yeah. You can't have exactly. a lost connection because you're like wall running. And it's like, oh, connection lost. And you just die. You're like, well, yeah. that's three so minute run I, gone. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I'm s- trying to spend less money in general, but I also spend a bunch of money for Cassie's birthday. And so yeah. uh, fun money is on, on the wait. Uh, but Ghost Runner like, 2 looks pretty cool. Actually, wait. So you need a keyboard? Okay. Uh, let me make a call. <laughs> and sure. Well, NZXT sent me a monitor. I think they can send you a decent enough connected keyboard and maybe decent. Yeah, enough. if it's a blue, it's like the 2.4 gig one, sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm not picky. Yeah. Uh, but thank you, Jono. Yeah. But yeah, that's Ghost Runners 2. Uh, don't have a huge take on that. And then came a game that I'm quite interested in. Uh, and that's Phantom Blade Zero. Uh, it starts off with you know a long story section uh, with a bunch of gray, you know, kind of uh, fantasy, like like not ancient feudal China looking. Yeah, scenery. it's 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 chi- I, it's a Chinese it's a Chinese uh, setting game because uh, I just which is cool. We don't get a lot of that. We get a no, lot of yeah. ancient like feudal Japan, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't. Yeah, we I don't think can't remember the last like game set in china yeah. that i've played yeah, so this is like one of the like when i started watching this stream and i then i became mm-hmm. kind of spotty and then i got really busy um i watched this trailer i'm like oh this is interesting i thought initially it was ghost of tsushima i'm like oh the sequel yeah, yeah let's kinda, go it, so <laughs> i knew i i was like oh maybe it is yeah but then uh the character starts moving and i was like oh this yeah. looks so janky yeah. no 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 not the not the gameplay section just like he was running or something and i was like this run animation and the way he's like grounded on the world yeah. looks really cheap. Yeah. So I was like, that's not quite right. And I, I was, I was not into it. I was like, oh, this looks like, you know, some shitty Sekiro knockoff or like, it, I was like, oh, it's going to be like a Neo, uh, like Soulsborne type game. Yeah. I was like, ah, I don't fucking care. And then the gameplay starts. <laughs> yeah. And I fucking <laughs> lost it. It looks fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. So like, as soon, the way the character like moves between the enemies and like, you know, he's yeah. like parrying and fighting and shit. It looks so 
grounded and real yet so enhanced and crazy. It's basically enough, oh, it's man. like watching the Chinese Hong Kong action films mm-hmm. and like Crouching Tiger, all that stuff. And it's like, it literally looks like almost flawless. Like it feels like every like deflection, parry, attack from enemy to enemy to character to character to moving to movement. So it's just cool. like so good. It's like, it feels like uh Sifu on like with, with weapons. Yeah. Like hundred yeah, percent. Where it's like everything's thought up. And so it, it's too early to tell if, you know, those are just good animations that they are able to chain together in a trailer yeah. or if it's that the combat is that smooth and it feels that good. But if it is like that, uh, it looks fucking so cool. And there's like little like interesting bits, you know, he takes cover and the guy like throws a shield at him. Yeah. And it looks like there's a good variety in like the types of enemy you'll face. Yeah. Uh, and as long as the style isn't that just like almost black and white gray look the whole time. Yeah. I'm super excited. I'm very, very, very excited to see more Phantom Blade Zero. Yeah. To, to me, like that game was, I think it was like a surprise hit for me like when i heard like when i saw marathon i was just like okay this is gonna be a banger i'm like i'm fine with that but it's like ooh, ghost of tsushima no but yeah. it's gonna be a good game in between ghost of tsushima for sure yeah. that's why i'm super super pumped about yeah so uh that's that was a big standout for me early in the show um especially because the way the show was formatted it was like kind of just like five to eight trailers of games you haven't heard about like new ips mostly mm. uh one after the other and it was kind of like nothing was really standing out to me until phantom blade man that gameplay yeah. when the fight started i was like holy shit this looks so fucking cool yeah like i just hope the controls are complex enough that is not annoying yeah but yeah it's not like an auto autopilot fight fighting I, game i don't want to find a fantasy 15 like square 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 all day yep. um but okay. yeah so i think that's fine i think the next game i was kind of like watching a little bit was that uh sword of the sea for ps5 yeah it almost looks like a journey yeah open world <laughs> it, it was it was kind of thought- weird I was like, is this SS? Oh, is this, uh, is it SSX? Yeah, SSX and like snowboarding. SSX Dreamy. Yeah, like Journey SSX in the desert. Cause it, that could be, I don't think it's gonna be like the most standout game ever. I think it's gonna be visually no. artistic and amazing, but it's like, yeah. Okay, like what else is there? <laughs> I think it's tough. That kind no. of game, those, those like one night experiences, which is um, fine. It's hard to show in a trailer. Cause like, journey if you show a trailer for journey it's like what the fuck am i watching same with like abzu or pathless it's like there's like it's hard to sell that kind of game mm-hmm. but it's one that i probably won't buy but i'll play when it comes on ps plus or game pass yeah uh but we'll see it might review really well it's hard to, like i said it's really hard to know it's cool looks neat i think the the wave like the sand wave system they have yeah. looks quite stunning uh, and it looked really, really good the way all the like the 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 tessellation. I mean, was when I saw the half pipe, I'm like, "Come on, guys!" <laughs> it was like, "Really?" Like I used I to love that I used shit, to man. I used to go in a half pipe too, but like like no one's <laughs> the, the ancient people aren't going to be like, "We should put a half pipe here because those going to be sand yeah. here." It's like I don't know. Yeah. So there's it's funny because there's a bunch of skating games that are coming out. Like there's skate. Uh, what's it? Se- well, there's session that's already out. Skate. That's coming out. Yep. That is a live service game. Fuck you, bitch. Um, but uh, again, then there's there's this game, and it's not really a skateboarding game. It's like surfing, but it looks more atmospheric. It's, it's a snowboard game. Um, <laughs> That's all I'm gonna look. But at. the ga- <laughs> the game that I'm fucking pumped for, 
Uh, and Cassie actually found this game and showed me. It's called it's called Skater. What's it called? Skate Story. Skate Story. And you're a you're a demon made of glass, and it's like this weird like hell world. Yeah. And you have to like complete objectives and stuff. And so it's like looks like it's more story driven skate stuff. Uh, but it's weird and abstract and looks fucking all aw- yeah. Like watch a trailer and you'll be like, what the fuck is this game? And that <laughs> game looks so sick. Uh, so I that's my my choice for i'm just yeah i'm looking at this it looks like um who's that old school playstation sound game that you're like flying through and shooting things oh crap. oh res res yeah it look, kind of yeah. looks like res. it looks a lot like res yeah yeah and so this game that's my skating game of choice <laughs> um because i've heard that the skate game will probably control well but the live service stuff's gonna choke it to death i mean we have a but, whole episode uh, talking about our hatred on yeah. games as a service Hell, uh, yeah. Go listen to Fucking that. Hate that shit. Go listen to it. Um, cool. Let's move Anyways, on. Anyways, that's sort of the C. Yeah. And then Talos Principle. Have you played? I've never played it. I the first. Is it Talos like a puzzle game? game? I'm not because I. Yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those first person puzzly games. I think. Uh, I mean, look, second one looks good. I was like, oh, it's interesting world. People seem to be excited that like the first one. So that's great. I will. I will. If, if I was ever a streamer, like a full time streamer, I probably would play because it, it would be a, probably a good streaming game with interacting with the mm-hmm. viewers um yeah i think that's like yeah i'm good <laughs> yeah that's cool uh so the next was n- the the new game from the developer of gree which is neva neva uh and it's a game with like a giant wolf with antlers mm-hmm. uh and this game looks fucking awesome i don't know what the game is they don't really show much game uh more story but that might be the game is kind of as like interacting through the story um yeah and like I almost cried watching the trailer. The art style is stunning. Yeah. So I don't know too much about it, but that was that was one of my three standouts of the show is Neva. Yeah. Uh, and so or Neva. I feel like it's gonna be Neva. It is gonna be Neva. Yeah. So oh, because yeah, like never, like yeah. never. So like never. Yeah. Um, so I did. I did watch the trailer. I totally forgot until I. I quickly, thankfully enough, thanks destructory.com for having trailers in this article. The trailer right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks. It looks great. I'm just going to wait until I see actual gameplay before making fair. any calls about it. Um, That's fair. I, I, honestly, if uh, if place is Sony who wants to make a TV show and they want to use this art direction, please. It looks I love I love art like this that they don't have like a uh, outline. It just looks everything looks yeah. really blended and beautiful, please. But um, yeah, yeah it, it, I just go cool announcement. I'll just I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah it's a little bit too early to tell i really liked gree i think that's like the kind of indie game that i'm really into like mm-hmm. just stunning visually but also telling this kind of more heartfelt story about you know loss and stuff and how to deal with it yeah so i, I appreciate that kind of game if it's never has anything like gree uh and lives up to this trailer very very excited but a little early to tell yeah next was uh a really out of place trailer which was cat quest pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Terrible pun. I'm very upset. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was like, it almost, it's not, but it almost looks like a mobile free to play game. And so you come off this like really emotional ne- Neva trailer. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, oh, explore the seven seas, recruit a crew. <laughs> and it's like, just like all cartoon and yeah. like, Neva Neva was, you know, animated, but it wasn't like cartoony. No, uh, it was soulful. The cats one was, yeah, this one. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm just going to be like, this would be a good game for my nieces and nephews. That's all I'm yeah, gonna say. Yeah, th- not my thing. Yeah, it looks not good. I'm. I feel like they paid Sony to put it in rather than Sony seeking them out to put it in. No, it's uh, um, probably like, oh, we will give you forty percent of our revenue. 
uh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to promote this game. And yeah, they, maybe. they probably t- did not do a very good job of timing. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would have, if I was designing the show, and I mean, there's so many factors that I'm not privy to that I mean that I don't really have a best vision for what it is. Mm-hmm. I would have taken that out of the show because I think it was such a nothing trailer anyway. I don't know if I've seen anyone be excited about it. I would have gotten rid of that because the next trailer does a tra- tone transition. Like it starts kind of dark uh, and like moody and then it like lights come on and it's like, actually, we're making Splatoon. Uh, oh. And so that would have been a better transition out of it. Um, so the next game is Foam Stars, which is Square Enix clone of Splatoon. And you can't pretend like it's not. <laughs> it, it It is like it's it's the same thing that we just talked about of like a, a team base team hero base, no base shooter game. It looks yeah. and it's like uh, non-violent, but like. Who cares? Yeah, they, like they, it's they, still a shooter. It's like they made like Splatoon, but okay, they're like, okay, what's cool? Okay, Splatoon, team based shooter, uh, hero combat, um, sexy people, and oh, you yeah. know what people really love? Clubbing with foam. It's like, oh yeah. I was just I was just like, oh Yeah, my God. so I it's one of those ones I have a feeling will be free to play. Yeah. Um and it'll or it'll come to Game Pass or PS Plus right away. Like like that dodgeball game and um, Rocket Arena and shit, like games yeah. that were fun to play for like a session or two, and then you're like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, it just <laughs> um, it, and so yeah. I, yeah, it looks fine. The art style looks pretty good, um, but other than that, pretty unremarkable. They just um, they just got like a, a K-pop looking girl to wear a corset to show off her um, stuff, and then just like yeah. shooting foam. Haha, <laughs> I got foam in your face. Yeah. It's just gonna be like, super like, sexualized yeah. by the community. That's that's all I know. Ah, uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, next was a game that looks pretty pretty damn cool, which was Plucky Squire. Uh, it starts off a kind of like a, a classic Zelda top down adventure game, uh, and it's like a story. the The art style is you're in a storybook, and your little character's moving through the story. Yeah, and then at one point you'll gain the ability to leave the storybook and then enter the real 3D world, which mm-hmm. is sort of like a this is a bad example, but it takes two kind of like that toy oh, world into this little person yeah. inside like a real toy world and you're fighting insects and stuff. So it's it goes from being a top down uh, Zelda like to a 3D old school Zelda or like more like a Link's Awakening. Like there's a little more 3D navigation, yeah. um, but it's still kind of contained like it's obviously not going to be a Tears of the Kingdom like. Yeah, um, but it the art style looks amazing and i like classic zelda so i probably will check it out i sent it to cassie because like, i think you'll like this game and she was she thought it would look really amazing i think so. i like it because like has like the like i like it when games dramatically change the art style of the game midway or mm-hmm. parts of it and it reflects really well like i'm looking at one yeah. screenshot like the guy's like super buff but he gets out of this page like super little like really yeah. totally drastically changed but it makes sense because it's like this yeah. is my depiction and this is what you are in reality. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that's a game that uh, we had been announced before, but I, it's just such a joy to watch. I think it's such a charming game. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm very excited to see more about that. It's supposed to be coming out this year, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we got a game that I haven't played, but I've been meaning to, uh, which is Teardown. So it's a game that exists on PC yeah. uh, and is kind of like a, a sleeper devoted game so basically it's a voxel based game so audience if you don't know what a voxel is we you know what a pixel is mm-hmm. uh and so a voxel is when you you know shape things in with 3d pixels so oh, instead of like yeah. having polygons and stuff that kind of like you know fill a character that way it's like you have 3d pixels that you stack and the idea 
is that it's a heist game, but everything is a voxel that can be, you know, destroyed. So everything is built out of these like these bricks that you can smash and, and do all kinds of stuff with. And so it's a little sandbox destruction game. Mm -hmm. And I've heard really, really good things. Uh, one of the things I heard, unfortunately, is that the PC performance sucks because it's an indie game and full destruction. Um, I, I wasn't like that surprising to me. And it was more like when, you know, when you're you like launch a rocket into a building, you destroy all five floors of a building at once. It's going to chug. That's fine by me. Um, it almost adds to the like, I really fuck shit up this time. Um, so it's coming up PS5. Looks cool. Uh, looks fun. Um, yeah, I, I saw it. You I was just going, um, this is probably not for me. Uh, it's mm -hmm. probably fine, but I have other things to do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's one of those ones that like, I think it's if I'm have a weekend or something and I'm like, I don't have a game to play. And then it pops up on, you know, PS Plus or at yeah. Game Pass. I'll be like, yeah, I, I'd try it. Sure, it's on, it. honestly, yeah, uh, I'm not going to say any negative. I'm not going to say any good. It exists. Looks fun. Not for me. But it's, yeah, it's it's a it's a divertisement. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not a, a main yeah. show thing. All right. Now, this is the one I want to talk about. Yeah, you tell me about this one. Metal Gear Solid. This, those two ways of doing it. Delta. Someone, people said Delta. I think when it first got announced, announced everyone's like, Metagear Solid Triangle. <laughs> Snake Eater. Um, I did well, not. I mean, triangle has three sides. Yeah. I mean, I did not see this game coming. Uh, I did not know that this was announced, rumored, or anything. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it kind of came out of nowhere. And I have... I have very mixed feelings because I think you and I both talked okay. about it. The Snake Eater is not the best of the MGS, at least our opinion. Not, not in my opinion. Yeah. I think that the, the the consensus is that is the best one, yeah. and I don't feel that way. Yeah, I don't. I don't find it. It is the best. I think it has like a pretty cool story. It's just James Bond mm -hmm. in the jungle. Like that's that's how it, I kind of looked at it because it has like the like kind of style and motif and the music and. The girl. Yeah, it's like the femme fatale. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> a little bit. I feel like it's a little more mm -hmm. uh like military than James Bond is. James Bond's like he's yeah, he's yeah, in the Navy, that's but true. it's not yeah. It, it feels like he's more like, you know, uh fancy ass fancy spy. Yeah, because he's an uh, urban less spy. Than like a, yeah. yeah, he doesn't get dirty. Yeah. <laughs> uh where a snake gets real fucking dirty and he eats snakes and shit. Yeah, I don't know. Literally snake eater. Yeah. Um I I I, I don't I'm not too thrilled about this. I was pretty disappointed because here's the thing, it's like Konami going, Oh shit, we lost uh, Kojima, um, and we can't really make any new Metal Gear Solid games because nothing's gonna make mm -hmm. sense. And he has the vision, and he took that vision with them. Uh, yeah. And what what are we what are we gonna do? And and when someone goes, well, um, uh, Capcom's doing really good with remakes, and then yeah, this is how it is. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah, I I am not getting excited for any Konami remake until they start coming out because. Konami hasn't really made games for a long time. Yeah. And you don't get to like just hire new people and start being good. So it's the same with the Silent Hill 2 remake. When they announced it, I was like, oh, sick. I love oh, Silent yeah. Hill 2. And then it's like, well, is this going to suck? And it's like the studio that hasn't really done anything good. And you're like, I think this is not really going to be good. I think they know that a good Metal Gear Solid Delta remake could get them back in gamers good graces yeah. like that could and, and the, especially if it's coming off a good silent hill 2 remake yeah so i think that these were smart games for them to kind of like ramp up with yeah but 
I and I also think it's smart to start with Metal Gear Solid Three. That's the chronological first game. So like in the timeline, yes. that's the first event of the Metal Gear Metal Gear Universe, story. Yeah, and the fact that they call it Delta instead of Three indicates to me that they have plans to work their way through the franchise chronologically. <clears throat> yeah, I and do that. Yeah. But what I think is disappointing that they've they kind of like you know they it's a CG trailer. Uh, I wasn't super excited by the CG trailer. I had heard rumors a few months ago, maybe a year ago, really? that there was works on a Metal Gear Solid Three from Konami, and there might be works on a Metal Gear Solid one elsewhere. Um, but that might not be happening the way that I see this. Yeah. Um, and a few days before the show, I saw it confirmed that this would be here. So it wasn't that exciting. It was like, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Separate side topic. Leaks fucking suck for shows like this, especially when it's not like a gameplay reveal. Like if before the show I had heard, hey, they're going to show 10 minutes of Spider-Man. I would have been like, OK, cool. Yeah. And when they show 10 minutes of Spider-Man, I would like sick. <laughs> but this the whole point of this is to be like, we're making Middle Gear Solid 3, baby. And you're like, and I already knew. And I was like, this is the lame trailer. And it's yeah. just CG. And I it think is. that they shouldn't. Yeah, I, I, that trailer but, was just um, so bad. I'm like, all yeah. right, cool. Like snake eater, things are eating everything yeah. and you're going to eat them and you're in the jungle. And oh, look, so, so yeah. there's some gunplay and that bird goes through that fence. I'm like, OK, <laughs> it's like, yeah, <clears throat> I, uh, I, <clears throat> I am excited to hear more, see more. Yeah. Uh, I think without Ko Kojima, the Metal Gear Solid franchise, it should not be touched. Yeah, I think he is the core essence yeah. of it and his weirdness is essential to it and I think they might they might be a, doing a good job at you know trying to recapture some of the stuff but I think it's almost a shame that there won't be like a spark of inspiration yeah. in the game and news that I heard that's pretty disappointing um, I heard it in two stages one I heard they're bringing back all the original voice actors for the game and I was like that's fine that's yeah. fine but then I heard no they're just reusing the lines like no! they're gonna reuse the audio recording from the first game. No, and so that's pretty. If that's true, that's very disappointing. All the cutscenes are the same. Then what's the point? It's gonna be the same. Yeah, just higher fidelity. Um, nah, I'm, and it's I I, I will not yeah. play this game. I will not play this game. I will watch yeah, other YouTube so, creators review this game sure. and play. I will not play this. Yeah, game. yeah. And so I'm not. I I'm not. I don't think I'm upset. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed that um this game is probably gonna be at least mildly disappointing yeah. because uh, I, until Metal Gear Solid 5, I was never disappointed in a Metal Gear Solid game. Yeah. Um, and I have a feeling this will be like this one. Oh, cool. This is pretty sweet. And then you kind of like look deeper and you're like, oh, there's, there's, there's lots of potential that was missed because yeah. they're playing it a little too safe, but who knows? It's too early to tell. Um, they also revealed that they're updating the like Metal Gear Solid remastered collection. Uh, they had taken them off of, platforms a little while ago yeah. uh and so this is like the new version it'll be available on all platforms yeah. i'm excited about that um i personally the the game that i most want a remaster of is is metal gear Solid 4 not because it's my favorite one although i do like sons it. of um, liberty more, no yeah 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 guns yeah, yeah, of yeah. guns of Pat yeah okay guns of liberty is the second one i think um yeah. be, not because like it needs the remake the most but because it's fucking trapped on the ps3 there's no way to oh play really metal gear solid outside of the ps3 and part of that is that the seller cartridge is so weird and that game pushes the ps3 hard it looks good that game still but oh it looks mostly good there's some rough parts but um yeah, that's fine. <laughs> i want to remaster 
because I think that would be an easy game to remaster. You just like, you know, do textures, yeah. uh, run it at 60 frames, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's only available on PS3 and it's a good game. It's it's you can it's so funny knowing what we know now, looking back at the Metal Gear Solid franchise yeah. and seeing how Konami was getting more and more involved. Like Metal Gear Solid 4 is clearly unfinished in the original <clears throat> vision of the game. Like the fact that the first three acts are so gameplay focused and there's lots of story and yeah. lots of stuff, but like there's like really cool gameplay segments. And then acts four and five are just like bare. Like they're like final fantasy <clears throat> 13 level of gameplay. I think you like, where you're like just running between points and loading cutscenes. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. I remember, I remember that being a problem because I remember there was like one part where you get to like the, the motorcycle with Eva and you're like, Oh, this is sick. And it's just like, Oh, point and shoot. And, you just yeah. kind of go like, yeah. oh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, you, the game starts like, holy shit, like you have freedom on the battlefield. There's like yeah. a million paths to go to this battlefield and you can like, you can get them to fight each other and if you choose one side, they're not going to shoot you as much. Oh, wow, like there's so many cool dynamic systems and then the next world is like kind of the same but like, you know, less interesting level design and then yeah. the third one is like, you're in the like, you're outside but it's now these kind of like segmented tunnels and you're like, okay, yeah. all right. This and then the fourth chapter or whatever is like Satomosis and you're like, this is pretty cool but like, there's barely any gameplay. Yeah. And then it's like you do the Metal Gear Solid Rex fight or whatever. And you're like, okay. And then the fifth one is basically just a giant long cutscene with like a few like quick time events. Yeah. And it sucks because you can see where Konami was like, dude, finish the game. You're like, you're you're out of resources. You're out of time. Mm. Release it. I just, uh, this is why I they, want. He just had to kind of get it out. This is why I want Sony to do is go, Konami, we will buy the IP for you from like, for like, like half a billion dollars. I don't care. Uh, Just buy it. <laughs> Maybe. Just buy it and go, Kojima. Here you go. You get it back. And then I don't, I, I think he doesn't want to do it. I know. I know. I, I know he doesn't. The problem. Yeah. I, I have a feeling he doesn't want to do it, but he will find someone to continue his vision. That's what I would like. Mm -hmm. And then he just kind of checks in going, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I think having him involved in some way, like even just as a consultant, like he comes yeah. in, you know, once a month or video calls with like the studio doing it. And it's like, Oh, this would be cool. This would be cool. And he yeah. can, they can implement it and do all the work. Yeah. I just um, want him to I, be involved I, somehow. And yeah. like, just to go, when, oh, this would be a good idea. <laughs> when Sony, did they acquire Bluepoint or are they just working? I think just working really close with them. Because I think he has. No, some... no, they acquired, they did acquire, they acquired Bluepoint, which is the studio that did the Demon Souls remake, oh. which was really well received um, at the PS5 launch. I heard I, there was rumors at one point that they were working on a Metal Gear Solid remake. And that is more exciting to me than konami working on a metal gear solid <laughs> i just want konami to um, die that's that's all i care about yeah they really fucked things up i my konami dream game is a symphony of the night uh hd 2d game yeah. so they don't fuck with the pixel art style maybe like you know sh enhance it a tiny bit not polygon based but then they create like that that parallaxing effect like the 3d effect enhance the lighting mm -hmm. just like the hd 2d look but with the assets of symphony of the night maybe add a few spells do a few quality of life things. That's the game I want. And the there's rumors they're working on a Castlevania, but again, we don't know what this new Konami has to like what kind of talent they have on board. And so yeah. everything they do might suck. So I'm just I'm kind of just I'm gonna hold I I I'm I don't like I said, I don't care about this one. I just hope something happens from this game to make someone Go okay. Five was shit. Let's just remake five and complete five. So I can replay five. They'll never do that. I know, but it's that. just like I want that island. I want that the third act that was supposed third to be. Island. The, yeah, it's like yeah. fuck. 
Please. It looks so cool. I watch all the cutscenes. I'm like, this would have been dope. I this would have solved this would have answered all my questions. And it would force Konami to uh admit, admit that they and, fucked and up. No, so ja- bad. no Japanese and they never will. They never will. They never will. Uh, unless someone dies. Uh so <sighs> that's it for Metal Gear Solid for me. me too. Unless you have more thoughts. I just go, fuck okay. Konami. Then, they used to be so yeah. cool. And now you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have like two spots on my shelf that are like Konami reserved. Like I have my Castlevania yeah. Castlevania oh. area and my Metal Gear I, Solid area. Here, here's something with me a hot take. Uh I will I hope they sell the Castlevania franchise to like Netflix and just like make games for that that streaming platform. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> I don't Netflix I don't think has made particularly good games. They made like a couple okay mobile games. Like apparently the Stranger Things yeah. game is pretty good, but I I just uh, I just want no, I just I want, want more new things to happen and Konami's just not doing it. But yeah, I want a studio that has a bold vision. I want Castlevania has obviously its most popular games are the original, yeah. you know, classic Vanias and then the Metroidvania era. Yeah. But they, I think, did too many Metroidvanias uh, and they kind of all ended up being the same and kind of just like, you know, they didn't distinct. They weren't distinctive from each mm-hmm. other in like a way that really made them exciting to come out. Um, and their best selling Castlevania games ever is the Lord of Shadow. What Lord's. That what it's fucking called? I totally blanked. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I think it's called Lords of Shadow. The one that uh, Ko- uh, Kojima actually produced. Yeah, Lords of Shadow. Uh, so that's the one where it's uh, it's 3D. It's kind of a God of War clone. Like you have a, a cross whip and that's oh, your weapon. Oh, that one? Uh, and so, yeah. yeah. Which was, it was pretty good. Um, at the time, I really enjoyed it. There was some really cool boss fight. Um, and overall, I enjoyed it. I tried replaying it recently and it's pretty pretty hard to play uh, and this, they ruined the franchise it, it i think the first one ends on such an amazing twist and then they kind of ruined it with the second one and it's such a shame do, do we care about spoilers for that franchise oh well he was yeah I, I think maybe you should stream playing that one 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 day again i did i actually did oh, stream the first one okay go ahead yeah i don't care um so the first one ends with basically so the whole game you're trying to save your wife i think she's dead and or dying no she's dead um and so you're the game is like you know you're trying to get the thing to bring her back yeah um but to do that at the end basically you have to become dracula and so you give up everything and you become oh, dracula yeah that's kind of um cool. it's, it was pretty cool yeah. and then the second game is you as fucking dracula and you're like and it's they <laughs> do a thing where it's like different different times of dracula and there's one of the times that's like actually kind of a sci-fi future dracula um, which works. They've done they've done near future in the Castlevania franchise before. Yeah. Um. I th- on the GBA. Anyways. Um. And so it's cool, but then they just fucked it all up, and it clearly was not ready for time. And the first one is Kojima produced, and the second one it isn't, I believe. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, the game had Patrick Stewart in it, which was fun. Um, that sounds sick. But, but anyways, let's we got to move on. Yeah, yeah, move on. So move on. this. Uh, so next game was Towers. Oh yeah, no go. Oh go, no, go. yeah. So Towers of uh Ag- Agbash. Agaspa, Aska, Agaspa, Agaspa. Um, it looked kind of weird. It's like kind of like has Minecraft elements. It was like survival elements, and then those like um just exploration elements. And I was just like, this is kind of interesting because especially when I saw him making that little city, I'm like sold. Give me this, and then you kind of yeah. start doing other things. I'm like, I don't know where this game is going. Like, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I I. It's definitely not my type of game. Uh, when he jumps on the giant monster, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. You couldn't do that on the Switch. Yeah. Although the rest of the game looks very clearly inspired by Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's, yeah, it's definitely not my type of 
type of game. Yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it other than that. It's just that I'm just going to yeah. wait to hear more about it. Um, I'm just more excited about the city building. I don't know anything about this story. So let's just put a, mm-hmm. a pin on that one and wait until the next, like, maybe like 2024, tra- like 2020, like yeah, sure. E3. Sure, sure. That's good. And then here's the next trailer. Uh, which is like, I'm kind of tired of watching trailers for this game. I just want it to be out so I can play games. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I knew they were going to show something Final Fantasy 16, but it was like, even before the show, I was like, I stop, just fucking release the yeah, game. Yeah, because like, I don't want to hear anything else about this game. Like, I regret, yeah. it's the same thing as Spider-Man. I kind of regret watching it. I'm like, this is spoiling mm. things for me. You're spoiling things for me. Just release the game. I want to play and just like kind of go in like quasi cold like i only really watch mm-hmm. in depth was the first um uh, maybe the second trailer first and second trailer of it and then i'm like okay that's all sure. i want to know um and then that's it like it's like just stop promoting this game stop well i mean keep promoting it but don't make new promotions about it yeah and so uh i think in terms of trailer quality that's probably my favorite trailer of the show mm-hmm. um my excitement level before that trailer and after that trailer are exactly the same. Yeah. It's my my most hyped game of the year. Uh, and I'm super excited for it. But that trailer didn't make me more excited. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's like, I don't love seeing more. But I think they did a good job making it these small snippets that it's hard to kind of connect the dots yeah. in your head. Um, and so I'm super excited for 16. It's less than a month away now. Uh, and I really hope that it's uh, it's an excellent game. Like yeah. it has presented itself to be. I'm, so. I'm really scared because I wanted to play God of War like a couple weeks ago but mm-hmm. i was like no i shouldn't because i'm i have to play final fantasy 16 because obviously i want to and also yeah. we're gonna talk about it on the podcast so it's yes. like i feels like i don't want to play god of war and then because i'm gonna take my time playing that game i'm just i'm not gonna power my way through it. i'm just gonna like it's way more fun yeah i'm just gonna just like oh i'm gonna just play like one or two things and then stop and then play it again and just go from that kind of pacing sure. all that kind of cadence and then um and just go from there but then then i don't know if i'm gonna beat it before final fantasy 16 because i know when final fantasy 16 i'm just gonna go hard in the game try to finish yeah. it and have fun and so we can talk well about you're it. probably gonna be playing tears of the kingdom all the way up till uh you know what's funny till, uh, oh, yeah, well fantasy. i'll talk about it later but i was like uh, i kind of yeah. want to honestly i'll explain why i kind of want to put that game in the back burner and just like wait sure. wait around for a little while before i talk about sure. it more but i'll explain why um just yeah that I'll, I'll talk about it but here Fair enough. yeah here's another game i was actually kind of excited for i haven't played the first one i've been always meaning to play it is alan wake 2 that trailer looks sweet <laughs> it was a really good trailer. yeah it's like it's so scary so sci-fi people think things like it's all like psychology like psychological horror like i don't like horror movies but for some reason yep. horror games i'm fine with because of the fact I that think, i can yeah. fight back I suffer maybe yeah. per, uh, amnesia. I just don't want to play the game. I, like, yeah, there's some games that are like you're powerless, and that's the point. Yeah, but uh, the, most, yeah, you get to a gun or something. Yeah, so this one looks really cool. I like it how it's like, oh, it's Alan Wake. It's like actually like the main person that they're investigating. I there's yeah. not much else I can really say about it because I haven't played the first one, but it just mm-hmm. looks so good. I love Remedy games. I've loved every game that they've ever made. Maybe like my favorite, like story-based single-player game this is like the max Payne series which they've made hell yeah and this one's just gonna be i think this one's gonna be good yeah i i did play the first one i didn't play any of the dlc although i've watched the stories of them mm-hmm. um 
uh, my big complaint with Alan Wake is that there wasn't enough variety. Like it mm. kind of just ended up feeling like every fight was sort of the same. Like you, you know, hold your flashlight and then you shoot shit. Over yeah, over. yeah, so yeah. They showed a little bit of less like flashlight combat in this one. Uh, and so I'm wondering if they're kind of addressing that. And I hope they are. It, the trailer was awesome. And that's my favorite kind of trailer where it's like give you a little bit of story and ambiance. And then they show you what the game's going to play like. And I'm like, yep, okay, I have a good idea. I'm excited. Um, they haven't shown anything really other than that trailer. So I think everyone that's excited about it is very excited that it's still coming this year, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, but there is a little controversy surrounding that game that it will be digital only. There will be no retail release for it. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. for here, here's the reason why is that yes getting physical games are really cool i was really debating about getting either the physical game copy of zelda or not but then mm -hmm. i think we have to get used to the fact that we should be kind of looking at going digital only i do understand here's the problems with digital only which i might actually kind of suffering right now uh is that it is tied to an account and if you lose that account you lose all those games <laughs> Well, that's what I'm always so scared about. It's like if you got banned, it's like I have 400 PlayStation games on my like digitally. Mm. And it's like, do I just if I got perma banned, it's like they're just gone. Yeah. And that's so fucking scary. Mm. Um, and I like to, you know, hack older PlayStation consoles. And I mean, the Vita, you can only use the Vita if you have an account logged in. Yeah. And the first one I hacked, I was not smart and I used my real PlayStation account. So like. If they ever decide to go back and like, and PS3s too, have hacked PS3s with that real account. Um, if they ever look back and they're like, he hacked, oh fuck, we're banning the shit out of him. I would be so fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I would lose like thousands and thousands of dollars in games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and so, yeah, I, yeah, I, digital is scary. Yeah, digital is definitely scary. So here's, here's the situation I'm going through is this was the problem with me trying to get Tears of the Kingdom is uh, I board the offices switch for, a night just so i can like i just want to try it out on launch day i had to log into my nintendo account and then i found out i had 2fa on it with a google authenticator so you already know where this is going yours this is yeah. one thing if you transfer phones transfer your authenticator do not forget it yeah don't yep, forget yep. that's uh, the most important thing you could possibly do yeah so uh yeah i went from an iphone 13 pro to an iphone 14 pro max i Instantly deleted it because it just said, do you, what do you want to do with your old phone? And I just went, oh, does it reformat? Yeah, I don't flash, I don't flash it. Yeah. It's so good. Did you sell it? or Yeah, I sold it a... too. Uh, yeah. So I don't have the Google authentication anymore for that. And also, I don't have to. I never. Who saves the fucking backup codes? No one does. I do, but I don't <laughs> think I, do, I did a good job like yeah. indexing them. Yeah. Like... So <laughs> uh, I don't. I've technically lost that nintendo account i don't remember the password or no i think i do know the password i can't get in because i need a, i need a two-factor so i think if you message them you can probably get support for it but like i well here's the thing i'll tell you a funny other scary story uh after this so uh so so my nintendo account my original nintendo account is locked to my switch that i found because i brought back the one i borrowed the next day and then I found it in my storage. So I'm playing. That's how I'm playing yeah. Tears of the Kingdom is my original Switch. But so that account is like forever tied to that console, which is very uh, scary. Uh, yeah. But I don't have that many games on it. So I'm not too heartbroken about it. But here's sure. another scary story. <laughs> so um, this is this is going with me moving to from um, Canada to the States is that uh me coming to the states i've had to get several phone numbers it's not 
partly because of my huh. fault. I needed. So the issue is that if you want to come to the States, this is maybe with just T-Mobile only and viewers okay. correct me if I'm wrong. So I went to this, I called several times to try to get an account set up so I can get mm -hmm. T-Mobile before I move. So we have phone service and everything. We have all unlocked phones. Everything's kind of set, but you apparently, uh, I didn't have enough ID or physical ID that I lived in the States, which made sense. I was like, okay, yeah. You don't, hadn't moved yet. I haven't moved yet. They're like, okay, go to the store and you can get set up and use off, um, offsite credit cards. And also, yeah, the online part didn't let me do it because I had, um, off, uh, off, not a, had a Canadian credit card. So I went to the store the store said, uh, no, you need a U.S. ID, like photo ID. So that was a whole deal. That's the reason why I had to get a New Jersey driver's license because I needed photo ID. Yep. Yep. In, in the span of two months, I had three phone numbers. So I had like my Canadian number, my Verizon trial number, which thankfully enough, they let me have a Verizon trial number with no yeah. sign up or anything, which is really cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. So I had like 30 days on limited data, which is really cool. Um, And then when that was expiring, I had to get T-Mobile because my ID hasn't has, didn't come yet. And okay. then finally, now I do have an ID. I do have a permanent number. It's great. It's by, I had had my old Canadian number, a temporary Verizon number, a temporary T-Mobile number, and now a permanent T-Mobile number. So that's like actually hmm. four, four numbers I've had. <clears throat> yeah. This whole time <laughs> to get access to my bank accounts, I had to use my 2FA on my phone number. So I had to like switch phone numbers from each oh. account. Oh. So here's the problem. Here's the biggest problem. And this is one thing I will fuck. I, I fucking bombarded this one T-Mobile for uh, doing this. So when I was getting my permanent one, I went to a store because I had my photo ID and I had a T-Mobile trial. What I was trying to do is get my trial number to be transferred as my permanent number. Seems like you could be able to do it. For some reason, they're like, no, we won't do it. I won't help you uh, if you want to do that way. Uh, you have to call them. And I already had so much problems calling them. I was like, no, I don't want to go that route. Just let's set up a new number and I'll just deal with it. And we got everything set up. And then I told him, don't delete the old number. And he deleted it. Of course I did. So here's the problem. I have a new number. I'm trying to change the 2FA on the old number. It's trying to oh, text the old number. The old number. And this is tied in this. The story origins with my bank account in Canada. So thankfully enough, I still have access and through Jillian because she signed up for an account and she was able to change things. But uh, technically, if I wanted to go get access online, logging into online banking right now, I'm fucked. And I okay. called them. I tried. I pleaded like, this is what happened. And they're like, I understand that. But here's the problem. You have to come to a TD Canada branch. And I'm just like, I can't. And they're like, why? I'm like, I'm in America. And they're like, are you close to the border? I'm like, relatively, yes. But that's a six hour yeah, drive. Like, yeah. That's so I don't know why I was like starting, but. Like, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, be very careful with TFA. <laughs> <laughs> Save your backup codes. Hell, but, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. If you're listening to podcasts and you haven't updated your TFAs and or just do some sort of security on them, do it. pause. Just do it. Pause, pause this podcast, do it, and come back. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyways, yeah. we're back. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good story. Uh, Assassins. The next thing was Ubisoft's Assassin's Creed Mirage. I don't which care. Which is a return to. <laughs> form do you care uh you know like the no <laughs> and the thing i did care about yeah is that the assassin's creed franchise was a really premier franchise with cutting edge technology and really advanced graphics yeah um uh, 
and Ubisoft seems to have lost its edge. That game doesn't look good. It's like it looks a generation old. It looks like and a I was PS3 really game. It looks like a top tier PS3 yeah, I was, game. Yeah, and it's I was kind of surprised because like Ubisoft really only has two franchises going right now. Everything else seems to be either failing or just not coming out. Yeah, Prince of Persia. They're, apparently, they're like, yeah, uh, we're kind of starting over again. And it's like, what? Like, what the fuck? That was supposed to come out last year. So that's super fucky. Are you serious? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they've they I don't know what's going on with them, but uh, this is supposed to be the return of form. And I'm more excited about this Assassin's Creed than another o- generic open world RPG, mm-hmm. which is they, what they've done for the, the last couple ones. They've been OK, but they're just like, you know, shitty, not shitty, very much filler filled open world games where it's yeah. like there's so much filler. And yeah, it's a big world, lots of missions, but most of them are kind of just C tier, B tier anyway. Yeah. So I'm excited for it to be more like traversal focused and like, you know, in a dense city. Mm-hmm. Um, very much Game of Assassin's Creed 1 vibes, which is cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I'm excited about it, but I doubt I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, for me, I'm just like, it's just Ubisoft's like, uh, training game to get people understanding how Ubisoft functions. And they're like, here's a game to practice that out. And then. If it's good enough, we'll sell it. And it was just, it probably just passes the bar of good enough. And then they're like, all right, cool. Let's sell it. (laughs) We'll hope. I, I, I hope that they've learned their lesson on syndicate and unity where they killed that part of the franchise by having them be so buggy at launch. So hopefully it's a much more polished experience Yeah, and hopefully it got personality because the trailer kind of looks soulless. It like, like Ezio is, you know, probably the best Assassin's Creed protagonist they've ever done. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he's got the edge and the darkness, but he also has like the fun. And I don't think they did a good job demonstrating that this guy has the fun side, but maybe it's just a trailer. Yeah. Anyways, uh, next one was Revenant Hill, which is that cat game. <clears throat> uh, cute, really cute art style. Very exciting. But uh, the game didn't really show anything. It's just the cat kind of running. Uh, and they do that effect where the cat's sort of running in the same place. And then they cut between a few different scenes. Yeah. Great art style. I have no fucking clue what the game is, though. It's It'll be a good game for anyone to be able to access. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next was Grand Blue Fantasy, which uh, when they were showing the trailer for, I was trying to guess which JRPG franchise I was looking at. Uh, and I don't know any of them well enough to tell you what distincts them. I was like, that's definitely a Tales game. I'm like, that's going to be Tales of Jemberbiter. I mean, um, you, or, you saying a yeah. Tales game? I was like, oh, isn't it a Tales game? And I looked it up. I'm like, I have no idea who would two mates because nope. game. So Grand Blue uh, is like another big yeah JRPG franchise. I think it's also but. a TV show, too. Probably. Yeah, I yeah. think it was a um, yeah, Amazon Prime game i don't know anyways it looks fine people are probably gonna like it yeah. and it's gonna be good yeah i think if you're into that stuff yeah it doesn't look like it i i'm i have jrpg fatigue in the sense of like games that don't really set themselves apart so there's like yeah. obviously modern jrpgs that you know go for something different like the persona franchise i think is refreshing in the face of that more generic grand blue tales trials yeah for franchises um, same with Final Fantasy 16. It's a JRPG, but it doesn't mm. look like every other JRPG. That's a fair statement. Um, yeah, I can get by. Or like, that. yeah, same with like Xeno, Xenoblade too. It's like those all kind of like blend together in my brain. Xenoblade. But I know if you're passionate, yeah. if you're passionate about them, then they 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 are different and they're distinct. Yeah. Um, but it's been a while since I've really enjoyed some more of the off-brand JRPGs. Yeah. But there's not that they're bad. I'm playing Tales of Arise a little bit, uh, and I enjoy it. The combat's super fun. Mm. But um, oh, you're playing a Tales I, game. Wow, that's brave. 
Yeah. <laughs> Last one I did was Zestereo, which I did not enjoy. I thought it was so fucking uninspired and boring. For sure. Uh, I wanted to get the Tales of Symphonia remaster, but they did such a bad port that I was like, I'm just not going to. I'll just play it on the GameCube at some point. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that um, out. But anyways, here's a, here's a game was... I'm actually kind of excited for because I... Day. My my love for the Street Fighter series died for two because I just didn't see myself playing. Oh, I guess technically Marvel versus Capcom too. That was like my last kind of yeah. Like there's yeah big sure. fighting game love. Street Fighter Six. Here's the cool thing: it has a storyline, and you can make your own fighter. And then it has yeah. like cutscenes, and you see all the, like the old legends, and you learn from them. I'm like, I'm kind of down for this. <laughs> like this looks yeah. pretty sick. I, I'm. I'm way more into the story mode yeah. uh, than the create your own fighter. Create your own fighter is like fine, but it's like I would way rather just have the really well thoughtfully designed mm-hmm. fighters. Um, like in Soul Calibur, there's a great customer character creation, and I like seeing other people's creations. Yeah. But I'd way that rather play with you know <clears throat> big big booby lady with the small <laughs> armor. Or I just um, I just I want the whole <laughs> aspect of Soul like Calibur. just like this is my like. <laughs> apollo creed story <laughs> like like this is yeah i can i can like yeah. get trained up by the legends and become the best fighter yeah. of all so i've just and so yeah. it, it's been on for many many years the uh fighting game genre struggled with story yeah uh and like making it that like there's a campaign that is more than you know just a series mm-hmm. of fights that feel like an arcade thing yeah i really think that's Mortal Kombat and the Injustice Injustice yeah. franchise did a really good job of making the story mode feel like a campaign. Yeah. Um I know Soul Calibur's had it, but like even I think Soul Calibur six, there was like a map uh that you would like select yeah. points on. And I just didn't enjoy it. I guess, feel good. I guess even Mortal technically, I really enjoyed. The last Smash game was kinda like that because there was also yeah, a map. Fucking sucked. <laughs> uh, it was such a waste of So the thing I liked about it mm-hmm. is that, you know, the fights are you know, cleverly designed to be like to infer to imply the idea of like, oh, that's like kind of a scenario you played in a game. Yeah. And I think they do like a good job of that. There's way too much and none of it is like distinct enough. And so mm-hmm. it's like the first part, there's a couple really good cutscenes, and then pretty quickly that goes away. And then after that, it's just like a big, pretty level select scene for all these levels that are essentially the same with like a slightly clever twist. Um, and I, I, I think I got to the second or third world or whatever. And I was like, mm. yeah, this is fucking boring. Yeah. Uh, and so, and it's, it's, I think ultimate overall is in a fantastic game. Uh, and I'm sure some people like the world of light or whatever, but it felt very I, much like an afterthought I, to me. I, it's one of those games I bought, played for two hours and stopped playing. Yeah. <laughs> I played it a lot cause it's better to, and to give credit, that's a good way. If you're by yourself and mm. you don't have friends to <laughs> unlock characters, <laughs> you have um, no friends play this game uh yeah and i think but i think when you unlock it for the campaign it doesn't unlock there's like something different about unlocking for the campaign and unlocking for the multiplayer uh, but i think that was a good way i can't remember exactly it's a good way for you to have a little variety in just like grinding mm-hmm. uh to unlock characters i guess but that's like grinding shouldn't be an essential piece to your game design no in my opinion if you have to grind but, uh, for game design then you have basically have made yourself a mobile um yeah, you've you've just made Raid Shadow Legend. <laughs> sure. Uh, so I'm excited for Street Fighter Six. I think the combat looks good. The art style looks good. Uh, I'm glad there's a story mode, but 
I doubt I'll be a day one no. buyer. I'm not a huge fun guy game it'll guy be, anymore. I just know that I'm not good anymore. It'll so. be an mm-hmm. Xbox Pass for me. I think it's I think it's on Xbox. Sure. Um, so I'll just I don't think so, but maybe. Well, I mean, I know Street Fighter Five was on Xbox, I believe. No, it was the PS5 exclusive. The PS4 exclusive. Was it four? It was on PC. There was definitely nope, a Street that Fighter on, that, that was on Xbox. I remember that. The, yeah, four was on Xbox. Oh, okay, so as well. it was four. All right, so it's been a while. <laughs> since i played street fighter yeah um but yeah so i don't think yeah so street fighter 5 will come to xbox so it's mm-hmm. but uh 5 was a console exclusive it was on pc as well uh which is not surprising competitive games need to be on <clears throat> pc yeah uh so after that was ultros which is another pick of pick of the show for me um really it's a psychedelic metroidvania uh, and the art style is fucking fantastic. Looks super fun. I like Metroidvanias, especially if they have a distinct style. Um, oh, this game. Yeah. So, yeah. It looks really stunning. Um, they didn't really show enough for me to be like, this game's gonna be a baller. There's a couple cool, cool moves in it, I guess. Yeah. But really it's the art style that's intriguing to me. Is it like a Latin um, or Spanish kind of style? Cause it like has like such a vibrant color scheme to it. I think it's more just like a 60, 70 psychedelic art, like mm. like acid inspired art. Interesting. Um, and I, as they showed more of the game, the art style falls apart a bit for me. Like when they show the boss fight, that insect dude, I was like, oh, that looks like a Rick and Morty enemy or something like a yeah. character. Uh, and it was, it's fine. Like Rick and Morty also had great style in when it wanted to, but uh, I'm quite excited for Ultros, uh, but that's going to be a next year game. Yeah. Then there was Tower of Fantasy. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything and, uh, about I this. Game. That's a, that's a game I don't remember what it was, so that clearly didn't have great identity. <laughs> um, and then there's Dragon Dogma Two, which is did you play the first one? No, I've never. I've like it was one of those games I've been meaning to play for because it was like Capcom's at least one like, either first or one of the first uh, open world games in a fantasy so- like a fantasy mm-hmm. setting, and apparently it's really good. And I heard about Dragon's Dogma 2, and I'm like, oh, shit. I have to play the first one now because I need, sure. I can't, I don't want to play two without playing one. It's kind of like Witcher. Sure. I didn't finish one, but I at least tried it. I finished Witcher 2, sure. tried it. I finished Witcher 3 because two holds awesome. up pretty good. Yeah, two is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Witcher 3 is the best. Um, but yeah, like Dogma, Dragon's Dogma seems like it's a really cool game because it's like you make, you, you have like your a, kind of a bland kind of like single player hero who has like a s- unique power to make all these friends. It's like a typical JRPG styling, but in a North American kind of style open world game. That's all I really know sure. about it. And everyone I heard talking about it said you should, and you need to play it. So like, yeah, it has a very devoted following. Like, like that was one of the games. Ploof was really excited about it was Dragon Dogma too. <laughs> uh, from the outside, someone who hasn't played the first one, I couldn't imagine a more painfully generic looking game. Yeah. I was like, this looks so fucking boring and stupid. Yeah. Uh, but I am ignorant and I don't know. So mm. I have zero excitement for that game. But if you are excited, you let us know in the comments below. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, um, I'll try it. I'll try it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll review really well and I'll be surprised. Mm. Um, then we got our VR block. Yeah. Which uh, was fine we'll we'll slam through we're, getting, we're going long yeah, already I'll, I'll be honest i skipped through all the vr stuff because it was like i i sure. don't play vr so it's like except for crossfire yeah crossfire looks kind of sick but eh. yeah well and i was more excited when it looked more tactical and then it kind of gets more like arcadey and i was like oh that sucks <laughs> uh oh it's so actually before before vr new five of night at freddy's who cares 
Uh, but yeah, so VR, we got Resident Evil 4 VR, which was cool. Yeah. Um, Arizona Sunshine 2, which was really, like, I found really cringe. The the humor did nothing for me. Uh, Crossfire looked pretty cool. Synapse still looks pretty cool. They showed that off before. Mm. Uh, the fact that they had a whole trailer for Beat Saber coming to PSVR 2 was shocking to me. I was like, oh, that wasn't a launch game? Okay, that doesn't deserve a fucking trailer. Like, who fucking cares? I think it's just because the community um, for Beat Saber is so huge. Uh, yeah. that I think a lot of people just buy VR to play Beat Saber. And they're just trying to tap. Fair. They're just trying to tap into that thing, yeah. which is a bad if, marketing move, me, in my opinion. Yeah, to me, it felt like a a paid bit. It felt like that that was a sponsored bit Maybe, where yeah. Beat Saber had paid Sony to put it in. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's the VR bit. People are not happy about that. That's not very much for a thing that came out this year. Yeah. We've seen PSVR sales numbers. I've heard conflicting things. So the the outside information is that. It's selling at like, I think, 40% of or 60% of what PSVR 1 sold at this point. So much less. Ooh. But Sony <sighs> then announced that it's like it's doing better than PSVR 1. And so I, I'm curious to see what metrics both use. Uh, I have a feeling that it's not doing well. Um, I mean, I knew people that had PSVR, but I don't know anyone that has PSVR 2. It's yeah. too expensive. Uh, well, here's, but, and we, let's not make this. Yeah, yeah here, okay, like, I mean, ahead. like just my quick take on VR. Um, this is the kind of quick take out I, I said to you another person the other day during a meeting was like, cool, I understand that you're pitching me something that is really cool that could possibly change my life, but you have not addressed any sort of need that I do that, that, that sure. I, I have no, nothing to solve. Like I don't need to be immersed in the games. Like, why do I need to be immersed? Cause it's more fun. That's not a need. That's just a want. And I have no need hmm. to play VR and I still stand on that fact. Maybe I'll play VR when it gets to the level of like a Super Nintendo in the even gonna look at the kind of game era. But like right now, VR to me is like the entire. I don't think that's quite true. I wouldn't mm -hmm. quite agree with that. Um, I mean, it'll never like history repeats itself. But I think that VR has already passed that era because <laughs> corporations like mm -hmm. everything is such big money now that yeah. like the corporate investments are so high that it's like we'll never have kind of like Wild West. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like, talking we've, about we've the, already passed the Wild West. I'm not talking about the Wild West area. I'm talking about more like because I'm like looking at games like how Valve tried to do with uh, Half-Life Alex, and it's not like mm -hmm. I'm running around. I'm kind of like going to point to point to shoot. I'm like, is that truly what I want to play? And I go, so no. you can run around. So you can do full motion mm -hmm. in Alex. Like you can run around. Yeah. Uh, it's just that most people get motion sick, and so mm. I don't think until we have like brain chip they'll be able to do widespread yeah. full motion guess, and yeah. or I think we're too old and our brains were too developed before we got into VR Maybe. where full motion is just makes us sick. I mean, here's uh, the thing. I know a lot of younger people can do full motion. Yeah, I've never played a VR game. I have never put a headset on. I've never tried it. I just, I, I'm just, everyone goes, talks about VR to me and I just kind of gloss over going, okay. Sure. Yeah. I think you are then missing out because mm -hmm. VR is pretty cool. Um, I'm not a huge VR guy. I don't own a VR headset, but I would often borrow them from work and then enjoy VR for like three weeks and then be like, all right, that's it for a year. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's um, like, to me, I like, I don't want that experience. If I'm going to invest into a VR, I want to be able to, like, oh, out of X amount of times in a week, I will play a VR game. Like, think that's what I'm looking for. I don't want to be like, I think one game and then I'm done for a while. So I think, uh, part of it is VR needs to keep advancing. Yeah. But I think more than anything is that we're too old and our brains are going to reject For sure. that much time yeah. in VR. Like we're just going to get sick. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Um, and so I think we will never experience a time when like our primary gaming is VR uh, just because our yeah. brains will reject and I not mean, enjoy. Yeah, I even talked to my nieces and nephews about it. I'm like, do you guys ever want to play a VR game? And they're like, nah, pass. Like, I, it's just it's just a weird kind of thing. It's kind of the like I know you said like it will never have that Wild West moment because corporations and well, it already it already had its Wild West. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and but it just it's just so hard. It's kind of like the same problem with the metaverse. It's like corporations and companies got into it way too early and it made it mm-hmm. really corporate and chilly mm-hmm. that people just go, eh, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't see for 30 more years it becoming like the sci-fi movies where like everyone has a VR headset. I think it'll be a niche thing. Yeah. Uh, at least while our generation and even one generation under is the primary buyers of tech like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see as it gets integrated younger and younger, um, and they find more and more clever ways <clears throat> to kind of get our brains plugged in comfortably to that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I like VR. Uh, I think Half-Life Alex was really fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, I want to play the horizon VR thing, but I, I definitely don't ever see a time in my life where I want to play primarily VR. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm waiting so for I, when, yeah. when that gets to it and then I will go, okay, let's give it a sure. Yeah. Uh, so we exit VR, uh, and then we're into the marathon trailer, which we've already talked about. Yep. Uh, exciting. <clears throat> Don't show us much. Yep. Uh, then we get, uh, you know, Destiny True, Destiny 2 expansion reveal. Cool. Nathan Feeling's coming back. Very cool. I thought he died. Uh, and then that, that's all I'm like. He did. I, I think he did. And so he's back. I think that's like the reveal is like, oh, yay, this character's back. Yeah. Um, and then we get the Fire Sprite, which is a new Sony studio reveal Concord. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's just a fucking CG spaceship. <laughs> yeah, I'm Very just, cool. Yeah, I'm just. I think for me, I think going forward, if it's like it's a CG trailer, cool. But I'm just waiting to gameplay. I <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Yeah, you, I think you can. If it's like some, I don't know. I don't know what the line is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like a a remake or a <gasps> sequel to a really beloved franchise, you can get away with it. Like I remember when Final Fantasy VII remake was announced, it was a CG trailer. Yeah. But it was the fucking most excited I've ever been for a trailer. Um, so there's obviously like ways to do CG trailers that are good, but like mm-hmm. Fire Sprite Sprite isn't a main Sony studio, so that's not exciting. Yeah. A new IP from them isn't super exciting. And then the trailer just being like a fucking spaceship, that's not super exciting. So that is clearly not the way to do a CG trailer. Yeah. Um then we get uh, the Gran Turismo trailer. I think that movie looks pretty good. Um it's... but it was not it didn't belong in this showcase. It's very odd. Um, I don't know who wanted this movie. Um, I don't think Gran Turismo fans wanted this movie. Um, okay, but yeah. but now that I saw the trailer, I think it looks pretty good. All right, maybe I have to watch that trailer because I watched the other trailer and I was just like, "What is yeah. this?" Um, oh, really? No, I so I didn't even watch. I did. I, said I did watch this trailer because it was. It was it's, the first trailer shows a lot more. Yeah. Uh, I I think the first trailer it just looks like an under a good underdog sports story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just it's, and so it's less about the video game. It's yeah. really going to be a big promo thing for the video game, being like, if you play Gran Turismo, you're basically a race car driver. I uh, I, think I think it's more be, like a Nissan marketing move because they're like it's like all Nissan. Like that's that's the car that they're driving, which is fun. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just like kind of going, is this a video game movie or is it movie? basing on a video like what is this <laughs> it's based on a true it's it's based on a true story yeah. so it's a movie about a video game but it's not a video game movie in the sense that like we're in the world of gran turismo yeah which i think is way better than 
or which I think what they're yeah. doing is way better than. Yeah. Um, I think this looks it looks good. It looks like it's not going to be special. It's going to be like pretty generic, and it'll be, mm. but it'll I think it'll hit the beats, and it'll like be satisfying in the way you know watching. Uh, Coach Carter win or like yeah um, I, like Rocky win and Rocky four you'll be like yeah I think I think uh, I just it's not gonna be like yeah special I think what happened why I'm like so kind of indifferent about this is because I watched like the teaser of the trailer and it was just Orlando Bloom's like we're going to do things that you've never seen before oh boy <laughs> it's like that just does not make me excited as you like it sure. to do. And I, I, I have a, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no. I just, and then the trailer came out and I'm just kind of, okay, it's this storyline, which I'm fine. Like technically I should be fine with it. Cause I've watched a lot of trash TV F1 and shit yeah, F1 yeah. and stuff. So I should, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I should be fine with it. Cause it's just like the same storyline, but a different setting, but I don't know. It's just like mm. maybe because it's just like Orlando Bloom trying to sell it to me really poorly. And he think it's going to be such a dope thing. Just going, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to be like, you just made a first bad impression for me, and so I'm just gonna like wait. Sure. Yeah. I en- I generally hate that five second pre trailer trailer that is now the norm. Yeah. I understand. I'm sure the metrics show that that hold like increases retention. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find it so fucking obnoxious when yeah. it's like you t- open something and it's like trailer starts in five, four, three, two, one, and it's just all these flashes from the movie, and you're like, what the fuck? This is so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, but I. I just felt the trailer was out of place uh, and then Jim Ryan pops back on and then we get the reveal of Project Q. The new, the successor to the PlayStation Vita. <sighs> I mean, Vita had streaming capabilities but also was able to play standalone games, right? Like, I think that was the Yeah, Vita's point. the fucking, the Vita is an incredible piece <clears throat> of tech and I still think it's the best feeling handheld ever made. That's the one I think, with like, the, the way it fits in the your back, hand. Right? Yeah, okay, well, we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of like shape yeah. and then how premium it feels like it's it's not the most ergonomic yeah. handheld. I'm sure like we could find a different handheld that's more ergonomic. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like just premium luxury feel at an affordable price, something that's not like, you know, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. The Vita is like unsurpassed. It has an OLED screen on the original. The buttons feel good and clicky and responsive and they're mm-hmm. kind of small. But like it it just is this great little package. Um, and it can do remote play. It can do remote play with PS3 and PS4. Yeah. Um, but the PS5 hasn't had remote play. So they're implementing remote play on PS5 uh, over Wi-Fi, which yep. I think is a mistake. If we're in the data era. Like, come on, man. Let yeah. me take it anywhere I want to go. You should be able to do 5G because um, you can do that with a... You know, this is going to sound kind of sponsory because we did do a sponsor spot on this. With the Razor, uh, Razor Edge with Verizon 5G... And I sure. tried it. It does work. It's not perfect, but yeah. it's better than nothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I was just really disappointed. Of, like, it's like, what, what's the point of this? Like, is it because like, so my, yeah, my fat, my, my mom's watching a movie or Jilly's watching a movie and then I get a play on my place. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's for staying at home and mm-hmm. don't, you want to watch. I get it in the sense, like, I, in my gaming room, I have multiple TVs, mm-hmm. uh, and so I can play something on one TV, watch on another TV, uh, and that works. But in my living room, there's only one TV, yeah. and so it's like, if I want to watch a show while I'm grinding a JRPG, I have to put a laptop or something. So yeah. I get it for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess is it's going to be expensive. It's an 8-inch, yeah. I think it's an OLED screen. Uh, it has basic, you know, a PS5 controller cut in two, stuck on the mm-hmm. sides. 
and it's a full functional dual sense. Yeah. Um, I think people are like I I'm not gonna buy it if it's if it's over two hundred dollars, and I'm like, well, then you're not buying it. It's not gonna no, be two hundred dollars. I, I think people gonna are be still gonna buy it. Fifty. I'm I'm gonna guess three ninety nine. Like that's like it's just you think three ninety nine? Yeah, just because Sony like Sony will price things yeah. fairly high. See, but yeah. like I don't think they can do that because that's the price of a digital PS five. I think I think is it? For, yeah, so it's three ninety nine for a digital PS five. Um, and I think if I think if it's over three hundred, it's dead on arrival it's fucking people will buy it but it won't be enough it'll be like a few hundred thousand um because i agree i think my first impression was 400 bucks i think that's a good good guess yeah. but i think they have to sell it at a loss to get any kind of market share and maybe it doesn't matter maybe they don't need market share maybe they just are trying to you know like double dip on playstation buys but um i th- oh yeah you're over i don't yeah. know man okay yeah you're right so it's 399 for the digital edition for the uh, ps5 and i think it's for hundred dollars more for the con- the disc version, mm-hmm. so yeah, I yeah. think I think you're right. I think it'll probably be two ninety nine. Um, yeah, maybe three fifty. I do kind of like the form factor. I did kind of like how they like just split the PS five controller. So at least economically, it makes sense. I mean, I like the PS five controller. Yeah, I think it just but, uh, it makes sense. It, it makes sense, and especially as it's a device that's not really meant to leave your house. Like it's not yeah. really a portable. It's just like a second screen for your PS five. Yeah. Um. So I get it, but. I and I think it's ugly, but it's like that doesn't really matter to me for tech stuff no. like, like that. But I think that I I don't super see the value of it for most people. Yeah. And I don't think it's gonna be a mainstream thing. And I think everyone wants, you know, a, a new PSP. I think more than a new Vita, the PSP sold like forty million, whereas mm. the Vita sold like seventeen million. And so I think if like the idea of a new PlayStation portable is exciting to people, it's not the right time apparently yeah uh and i think they are making the wrong type of device yeah but who knows think, maybe it'll surprise us. i think um, they should have done this is what they should do if i was sony and if I, I know sony i've talked to sony executives before and i asked them how they work together they don't really work well with in between departments if it's like sony mm-hmm. playstation and sony playstation sony image yep. is the cameras and sony tv is like the all under sony but they don't talk to each other which is very poor but i don't know whatever that's that's their style <clears throat> yeah feels like sony xperia the sony mobile team the one five should talk to the sony playstation team because that the mobile phones sell like shit. that's that's how it yeah. is but the mobile phone is one of the only ones that have a 4k OLED. so it's mm. like okay cool playstation you have what's called the backbone like that's you already yeah. sell that just go work with those guys and go okay cool now we can make playstation now streaming and play on the go like you didn't need to make the queue you did not need to make the queue you already had everything there to like do what you needed to do with just software updates that's all <laughs> i mean to be fair though the xperia one five is like what like thirteen hundred dollars it is but i mean like at least it was like a selling point to buy that phone now <laughs> like that's that's one yeah but make. there's a re- there's a reason sony phones don't sell and it's they're too expensive and they don't offer anything better better that's meaningful yes to most people yeah, but i'm just and so i i i, w- yeah. I would get a sony phone yeah. like i don't have anything against them like i yeah i had a X- xperia when they first got like the premium smartphone yeah. ones and it was like i remember it was like an early waterproof phone and like wowing people being like check you can put it underwater yeah uh and i love that phone <clears throat> yeah but they just haven't figured carved their spot out of the market yeah. other than being like it's really fucking expensive, dude. And it's uh, and only one fun that. does this and do this, do this. Like we could talk to Dan all day. Like I messaged Dan about it. I'm like, 
you still use Xperia, right? He's like, yeah, I love it. And he tells me the reason why I'm like, yeah, I've yep. aged out of that. I don't care any about that, but that, yeah. that's my only thing. It's like Sony. Yes. The key, if it's two nine nine, I definitely see, see that being a hot seller because of that reason yeah. for families or people who live mm-hmm. in a household that only have one TV and one guy wants mm-hmm. to play PlayStation. So makes sense. But yeah. I think for us, it just doesn't make sense because we don't need it. <laughs> I could it for me, the price that I would consider buying it is one ninety nine. If it was one ninety nine uh, and I could have this little device where I could connect to my PS5 and, and wherever I am in my house, yeah. I can be playing PS5 on a screen. It'll be I, I would consider it. It'll be two ninety nine. But, but it'll be two ninety nine. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. No, um, you, there's no way that I, it's I'm less co- than I'm that. confirming what you said. It was it will definitely be two nine. I, I I think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, and so they also announced the PlayStation earbuds. Sure, they're going to be like pretty shitty earbuds. Fine. I oh, know. I um, think they'll be fine. I think they'll be they'll be pretty good. Like Jillian uses the head yeah. the the DualSense uh, headset, and I tried it. Yeah, it's 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 a good headset. It's not like to me, it's not like Apple headset. Um, the, it's not the best you can get for the price, but it's fine. It's not like offensive for. The- um, and then they closed off with Spider-Man two. We won't talk too much about that. Cause I don't want to spoil anything, <clears throat> but it looks fucking awesome. And, yeah. uh, I'm very excited about what the they're doing. It doesn't look like a radical departure, which I don't think anyone wanted. No, nope. uh, um, it is a continuation of the uh, story about character development. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious of what, where Peter Parker or which, which era of Spider-Man they're trying to do in storyline. Cause they always try to do like a, they, they, they won't go exactly where the canon storyline in Spider-Man in the Marvel universe is, but it's like, okay, like, where are they trying to take him? Which, here they have, I'm not going to say it because it spoiled me. Um, though They did something, I'm like, okay, what are they going to do now? So I think that, that Peter Parker is like mid to late 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I thought and, early you know, 30s. Like, I thought it was early 30s. I don't think he's quite that old. Really? Um, and so I think they're going to do some of that storyline. They Mar- Miles is now an established Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I, th- I don't know, but I don't think that'll be the only two Spider-Men uh, or Spider-People in the story. Should I finish Miles um, Morales before playing this? Yes. Yeah, I, I got through. Fuck, I, it's so good. I got through halfway and then I moved. So like that, that was my reason. Oh, OK. Yeah, so <laughs> I think Miles Morales is better than the first one in terms of like quality density. Mm-hmm. I liked the first one, yeah. but it, there's so much filler and so much like just padding uh, whereas Miles is like, it's all the good stuff. It's just the fucking good stuff. Miles Morales is the first platinum I ever got because I beat it. Really? And I immediately replayed it. And then I had basically completed the platinum and I was like, I had to do like one specific task. And I was like, oh, wow, I fucking love Miles Morales. And I I hope that they stick with that less mm. filler, even though the game's short, which I don't think it'll be. I think it's going to be a fucking massive game. I'm, I'm actually um, fine with shorter games that have like a good. Yeah, I would wait. I 20 hours. But like every moment is a thrill is way better than 60 hours where you know, 40 hours are like Japanese developers. <laughs> listen to this. Stop making fucking yeah. shit games that yeah. just take 100 hours to complete. <laughs> yeah. And so that's pretty much the show. Yeah. Uh, what would you give it in terms of like a letter grade overall? Based because just my own personal opinions, and just how lackluster. Well, not, uh, that already kind of gave it away. I give it a C plus because of the fact that like okay. I didn't really stick around to watch whole thing. I didn't feel like a need going. I need to. I need to watch every single thing. It just mm-hmm. because there was so much filler. There's so many games that to me was like, was this actually something you should have announced now or with this? Uh, or too many CG trailers. Like I just want to know. I just want to see gameplay. Like your gaming company 
showing me CG trailers. You're not a, it's not a movie festival. I want to see. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think I'm more, uh, high, had a higher opinion of the whole thing. My letter grade will be a, a straight B. Yeah. Uh, I think right after the show, I was like toying with a B plus, but I think the format of the, show, uh, there was too much shown and none of it stood out mm-hmm. or very little of it stood out. And like you said, very little gameplay. Like I would have way preferred um, less stuff, but each thing they showed a little gameplay. Yeah. And like they, like you know, you you show a bit of Metal Gear Solid gameplay, and you're like, hey, here's what we're changing. Here's the vision. And like yeah. even if it's not much or it's not real, like give me an idea of what the stuff is. Yeah. Uh, and I think the big disappointment, and I think this is an important discussion point, is there was very little Sony first party stuff, and that's what people were tuning in for. Yeah. Like, all the other stuff, and like there is some standout games that are exciting. Where the fuck was like last of us factions yeah. and like yeah we are, exactly since the, since the show yeah we've had it revealed apparently factions is in trouble and it might not exist like it might not be ah. like canceled like they basically that's another ah. game that they're like well they they scaled down the development team mm. and they're reassessing the game is what they that usually to me yeah we're not we're gonna cancel it <laughs> and so <sighs> that i see the show felt like it was missing one big so sony first party chunk yeah and my guess is that it was factions. And then like very late, they're like, we can't show this. Like the game is going to be too different or like not exist at all. So like we can't show this. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling that that game's in real trouble. Um, I, because we yeah. also, okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. no, I, I just don't know. It feels like just like from what I've watched from Sony, they're not, they used to be really big risk takers. And now they're kind of like mm-hmm. an Eric how xbox one was like they didn't take any risks over there they just kind of go oh it's a hardware it's a home console it's a home this like it was really safe but now it's like it's now it's a like reverse now xbox doing the big risk takers so being doing the big acquisitions and they're promoting to me xbox is doing a really good job of promoting the xbox game Pass, and that's like a big risk which is ultimately paying off sony's like mm-hmm. i don't they're kind of stuck in the past it feels like without if they don't if they do another show like this and it's the same, you can have mm. clear signs that they don't know where to take the company or someone at the company needs to leave and let someone younger and more ambitious to do things because they'll just. So I disagree slightly. Mm. I think that um, first off, I think Microsoft Game Pass is really in trouble. I think that they have really, really failed in the last year to. Uh, demonstrate the value of Game Pass in terms of new games for it. Mm. Uh, and I know more and more people are just like pausing their subscription. It's not like they're pissed and they're like, I'm never going to come back. They're just, what do I need? <laughs> and so uh, I think that, and I, I know that the growth for Game Pass has slowed significantly. They really sh- are struggling to get anything out. And so Game Pass was a good idea. And having, you know, big boy money to throw around, they can a- acquire all these studios. But Microsoft at its core has an issue with leadership and direction. And so I think that their games are really struggling. Starfield might might break the cycle, but we've seen time and time again, the stuff they acquire ends up falling apart and kind of sucking. Um, and so I am not ready to give Microsoft credit, even though Sony didn't do have an amazing show. And I think that Sony is taking chances on weird games. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of like, these smaller indie games that they support or, you know, even like Returnal, like they House Marquee has been like a cool random indie game-ish type thing. Yeah. And they gave them a big AAA budget and they made this weird roguelite alien memory game. Uh, was, and they found a way to incorporate... Was really that like a AAA budget though? I think like, did they get like a hundred million for that? Or was it just like... 
50 well, million. I mean, it depends how you define triple yeah. A. If like yeah. they, it didn't get, you know, fucking GTA six money, but it got like, it got big boy money. It got, it probably uh, got it, at least was expensive. 50 million or they probably got like Sony place engineer support, like direct. That's how I kind of look at it. But sure. I, yeah. I, I don't know enough behind the yeah. scenes that, but like, but they, yeah. Cause like their last game was Resogun. Uh, which is an awesome game, <laughs> so good. but it was like, it's like, <laughs> you're like basically a ship moving in a circle yeah. and it's like an arcade shooter. Yeah, well, like, and then we went to Returnal. Yeah, well, like, the, here's the reason why I kind of like Sony feels stuck. It's like this show reminding me back like E3 six years ago, it, just like promotion, 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 but there's nothing innovative. Like it didn't feel like anything cool or crazy. It was just like, cool. We're bringing back Marathon because Bungie, we got Bungie. And then, oh, Spider Man's coming out just FY and Five Vice is 16. It's just like, okay, what kind of like super cool? Maybe the VR stuff, but that kind of felt like that kind of fell flat a little bit. Maybe it just, maybe exactly what you're talking about. Like maybe there was supposed to have like huge announcement and they'd probably just pull it back going, uh, hey, Insomniac, give us 10 minutes of Spider Man 2 instead of three minutes and then we'll fill it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, to me, I feel like that's, just video gaming in general like we've kind of outside of indie games yeah. where people are taking big shots because like the budgets aren't you know yeah. insane everything has to be a little bit safe i think yeah. tears of the kingdom notwithstanding <clears throat> obviously they took a big swing and they they did that yeah. but uh that's just not a game i'm interested in yeah there's very few other people that are taking big big budget risks mm -hmm. there there are yeah. like there's some kind of weird big budget games and stuff but really for a long time, the best games are the indie games. It's and the most interesting risk-taking yeah. games are the indie. Yeah, games. so I think it's just like who has the most indie game studios? Maybe Sony. Um, for the fact that they just have all these like cool, unique games that we like shouted out, going, "Hey, it has this? It has this? It has like that one? Uh, never." I've. That, I that don't can, know if that's that, a. Is that, is that an indie game? It probably it might be an indie game. It's yeah, it's like a smaller indie game. Yeah, that's I think part of the my thing I didn't like about the show is that. The messaging is always unclear. Is this like mm -hmm. a Sony game? Like, is this supported by Sony Studios or is this just a trailer shown at this thing? Is it exclusive? Is it not? Like, I don't really understand everything from these conferences. Um, and I <clears throat> I think that you're right. If this was all that Sony had in the back uh, to pull out, this would not be a good sign. But apparently, <laughs> yeah. the, the rumor is, and I don't know how substantiated this is, but... The rumor is, is that they held back is that they have a lot of stuff ready to show that they are. Let's wait. And yeah. like Nintendo does that too. Like Metroid prime remaster was ready a long time before fire emblem was ready a long time before they, they released I hope it to God. And they're apparently they're like, they're getting some stuff banged mm -hmm. so that like they can see the, the, the gaps in the, the market yeah. and be like, now it's the right, like, the right time for this. Yeah. If that's true, that's cool. But to me, it also sounds like, <clears throat> like a kind of bullshit. I mean, <laughs> like, this was your big showcase. Come on, showcase. Yeah, I'm only going to comment on things that I see that's in front of me because commenting mm -hmm. on rumors is always really hard, um, especially sure. since like I just do not have the time to like dig into all the rumors out there. I'm just going to go. If yeah, Sony, if Sony just like puts this in front of me, I'm just going to go. Okay, this is my reaction, and this is like how sure. I'm going to react. And yeah, I just like I'm just kind of really confused because like here's the one. Like, maybe here's the reason why is that I. Like, tw like, remember back in 2021, they, they showed that one game I'm looking at right now is Little Devil Inside. And it looked so cool and unique because it was kind of almost open world. 
It had like a really cool like fighting combat mechanic. It had a really unique art, style. and that was announced in 2021 mm. and looked pretty ship. Who the yeah. fuck is it? It's like been in development yeah, for years. So it's to me, yeah. it's like like what what's going on in that studio? Yes, like you have mm. you know Naughty Dog, you have Insomniac, your big boy players. You have um Sucker Punch. Yeah, you have Santa. Uh, the yeah. um, what what what's the studio? Santa Monica. Well, Santa Monica. But Bend is the one that did Days yeah, Gone. Yeah, Days Gone. Like, it's uh, the the God of War team. Is it Santa Monica? Stuff? That's Santa Monica. Yeah, like, but that but that's like they just they released just the released game, the so game, expecting... which is fine. Which is like it's like yeah, maybe they are holding back. I hope that's the case. But just like if it's this is the state, I'm like, <laughs> if I was a Sony investor I, right now, I'd be kind of a little bit. I don't feel quite that strongly. Mm. I think that, um, uh, like. In terms of, so yeah. Nintendo stands apart and Nintendo is kicking butt in terms of games like Tears of the Kingdom's crushing it. People fucking love it. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm super happy for that. Uh, and I think Nintendo continues to thrive doing what Nintendo does. Yeah. And there's waves of like people being like, I hate what Nintendo does. And then they release a really good game. And everyone's like, I love what Nintendo does. And it's like, they're just doing their own thing. Yeah. So really, I kind of, you know, I think most people see it as the Xbox versus Sony state of things oh being. yeah yeah and i still think that sony is positioned much better than xbox yeah, it's like xbox has its showcase coming mm -hmm. up and if they don't absolutely kick ass if it's not like an absolute thrashing of Sony, i think people are gonna be like oh. well fucking xbox is fucking dead and that's, that's the feeling right <laughs> now is like what is xbox they're, they're like they're game pass but they have no game so who fucking cares about a yeah pass for nothing i think yeah i'm just i'm i'm just hoping that god something I, it's so weird because it's always like when the PlayStation 3 came out, Xbox 360, Xbox 60 kind of like edged out PS3. But when the PS4 came yeah, out, it was like it was the better console. Yeah, when the PS4 came out, it just kicked the shit out of the Xbox One. Like it just stomped them. And then now you kind of have like them kind of going two different directions. PS5 hardware is really phenomenal. Xbox Series mm -hmm. X is pretty good. But yeah, it's like you're saying, like mm -hmm. the games there are lacking, but you do have like a very a plethora like, to me in my opinion i still think the xbox Pass is like a plethora of games that you can play they have the capacity they have the bandwidth to expand on it but granted there's all these other business things like uk blocking their acquisition which is a really big problem for them <laughs> but uh it's like it's just so weird to see what it is so yeah i will agree with you if xbox does not come out the gate swing uh i will definitely go okay i'll go back to the sony going okay that was a good show <laughs> in comparison yeah, and I think I think like Sony didn't need their show to kick as much ass mm. uh, as Xbox does, but it's still disappointing when you don't get to see all the big games that we're like hoping to see. Like, yeah. there's like a ton of Sony studios that we just haven't heard from for years, and it's like, like what are they fucking working yeah. on? I'm just I, <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Like I said, like viewer, like listeners or viewers, uh, look at level different inside. It just looks sick. Like I'm just so yeah. when I saw the game, I fell in love, and I was like. I, I haven't felt this kind of excitement for a game for a long time. And it's two years sure. ago, and it's like, I did it again to myself. Why do I keep hurting myself? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, if if Sony is holding their cards close to the chest until it's really ready to show, yeah. then that's a good thing. Like, I don't love getting games announced like four years before they're out. Yeah. Like, I like, you know, the six months before being like, check out the shit. Dude, it's this year. Like, I mean, okay, I think yeah, I think that's why like Netflix is doing really good. But when they do their trailers, it's like, here's a trailer new show comes out in two weeks. You're like, whoa, sick! Yeah, yeah exactly. 
because then you're excited and you can maintain that excitement. Whereas yeah. like when it's like, hey, we're working on Metroid Prime Four, and it's that was 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and so it's like, yeah, we'll still be excited when they finally show mm. gameplay, or if they if they show game. But why even bother announcing it? To me, yeah, you you announce that kind of thing when you're desperate to be like, hey, we're doing stuff. I promise. Yeah. So and so, I'm curious to see. Yeah. Based on this and based on what we're current state of stuff, how do you feel like Microsoft is going to do at their big showcase? I think they're going to do fairly well because I think Mm -hmm. even though I have a kind of disdain with Bethesda right now, um, but I still think Starfield's going to be like a smash hit and that's going to be the kind of like the main starlight of that game. The show comes out June 11th. So I don't like I haven't been in tune with gaming as I wish I could have been right now. To know what's exactly coming but i think i'm gonna have that kind of perspective of just going into a show cold and to just go okay cool. they're gonna just announce starfield but i'm kind of interested what else i think yeah i think that microsoft sees a little bit of weakness in sony and is gonna be like we're we're fucking going all out mm-hmm. and i think with the failure of redfall and like the kind of bleak horizon they need to and i think that they know that they need to and like Phil Spencer has been really good at, about being honest and open about the failures. Like he takes the blame for Redfall and stuff. So it's like I was actually okay. They're like they. Yeah, I was kind of excited for Redfall when I saw the trailers. I'm like, oh, this looks oh, kind of totally. sick. And then it looks cool. And like Arkane's a great studio, but uh, I think that they they know what the current perspective on Xbox mm-hmm. is, and so they know that they have to do well. And so I think that there will be it'll be the big reveal of Starfield uh, in terms of like gameplay, and they'll do like a 17 minute demo. Mm-hmm. Um, where they show like here in Starfield, here's what you do. Yeah. Uh, and I love those. Uh, I think that they will have a small vertical slice of another game as well. Like they'll have either a vowed or uh, well, the probably like ready to go. The part, but I think it'll be more vowed because Fable apparently is in trouble. Yeah, I think they're probably gonna do another. Uh, uh, oh my God, what is this? What's the franchise called? Uh, Lord, what, 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 what was the franchise for Skyrim again? Holy shit, I'm blanking on it. Elder Scrolls? Yeah, they're probably going to have an update for Elder Squirrel, uh, Scrolls. So, like, they're going to be like, really? Because he did an announcement like two bet, years ago. I would bet 50 bucks. Really? Well, they announced that they're working on it, but it's like, basically, it's all hands on deck for Starfield. Mm. Um, And I don't think that they want to... It's like, apparently, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is still a 2023 game. And if that's true... It would have been on the show. It would have been on the show. It would have been on the show. But I also think that Square Enix doesn't want you to get hyped for the thing after the next thing. They want you to be hyped for the next thing. And so I don't think Bethesda or Microsoft wants you to like get excited for for Elder Scrolls 6. They want you excited for Starfield. So I don't think there's any world in which they say they show Elder Scrolls 6. And I also don't think it's ready to show. Um, I think that they'll talk about it and be like, Work is work going really well on Elder Scrolls well, 6. Yeah, We're really excited, I, you know. Yeah, that, that's why I meant more like at least they'll bring it up in some sort of capacity. Sure. And maybe they'll do a screenshot or two, but I don't think they're going to go full out. They're going to like go, here's just a quick update, but here's Starfield, guys. Like, the, you're going to be excited for space. I think they, they, I could see them giving a title. I don't see them, there won't be screenshots or anything. I don't think that that's ready. Ooh, maybe it'll be concepts. Um, maybe they'll just like have like, here's like a, here's a couple maybe, of monsters. Yeah, like some art. Yeah, that's that's sure. what I'm thinking. But um, yeah, Starfield's going to yeah, be the main I could show. See, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be called this. It'll be set in this part of Cyrodiil. Yeah. Um, but I think that they'll... I I, I don't know, yeah. but I still think like Microsoft doesn't have games ready to go. Like enough ready games ready to I go. Hope so. so I have a feeling they're going to do 
lots of CG trailers for stuff that we'll be excited about. Yeah. Like they'll have another CG trailer for Perfect Dark because uh, apparently that game's also in trouble. Um, but so they'll show more, but like not really. Uh, I have a feeling they're going to do uh, a CG trailer announcement of a big franchise that has been sort of dormant. Like they'll they'll be like, there'll be a Banjo-Kazooie trailer or something, mm. but it won't be any gameplay. It'll just be like, we're back, baby. And it'll be like them in silhouette or some yeah, shit. I'm, um, I think I think I'm gonna do myself. Maybe like maybe that's a good thing. Is that I'll go in super cold and not look into yeah. anything that's gonna come out because just Starfield. Yeah. And then yeah, feel free yeah. to go as much deep as you want. And I'm just gonna give you my take and be like, oh, did like hell yeah, it's this. And then you can have a take of like, oh, I was disappointed you didn't show this, or I thought they were gonna show this. And it, I we'll sure. just go from there because I was just like. Sure. Yeah, and then actually, yeah, maybe June eleventh. When is that? Like exactly? Is that? Are we super busy on that day? I don't think so. That'll be a Sunday. Sunday. Okay, cool. Huh. So I'll. You know what? I will go on the Let's Swing It podcast Twitter and just live tweet the whole thing, and just to sure. see which one. Like, and see whoever gets the most likes out of it, then we'll we'll chat about that. Uh, yeah. So I think that's pretty good for the PlayStation Showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit to give me your update on what's happening with tears of the kingdom. So tears of the kingdom. I finally, it's like three hours in, uh, I finally got out of the, the tutorial <laughs> and got in. Um, and I just got to the first outpost, but it honest to God, because how long I'm taking, I might actually put it down. Um, uh, and wow. just for the fact of it chugs sometimes in really wrong spots. Like sometimes when I'm in combat, it just chugs. It just like, and it just, throws my timing off really poorly and every time it seems like i've turned on the console doesn't update so i kind of just want to wait until all the updates are done and just kind of play it or i might just make it into because i'm traveling more uh the game that i just take onto the airplane even though i yes i hate playing it on the handheld but i have five hours of nothing to do so i might as well just like play you should get it uh, working on the ally. That's what uh, Linus was doing because he's on the way to Taiwan right now. Oh, and so he uh, got the sixty FPS working on. Uh, yeah, maybe on the ally. Maybe I'll give that a try. Yeah, because because you already paid for it too, so it's not like they can come after you. You're allowed to. In, do that. in, in Canada, in Canada, not in the states. <laughs> I thought there was still like an equivalent. Uh, I'll ch- like, if you own the software, you're allowed to like use it as you i'll please. check i'll check i'll check i'll see, I'll see yeah, maybe not digital software yeah though. but yeah i think it, the game is great like it's a lot of fun it's just those to me there's kind of like no storyline but i think that's the point um and it i just it feels like those parts are catering going oh here's like building supplies and you can like do things with it and it just feels so exhausting mm-hmm. like maybe the title of the last video am i too boomer for zelda i think it's honestly starting to ring true it's like maybe i'm just that's Maybe I just I've just aged out. And- it's it's possible. And like I obviously it's a huge success. People love mm-hmm. it. Uh, Zoe is like absolutely in love with yeah. it, and she likes it more than Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Uh, and I I like we've talked about. I love watching the weird uh, creations people come up with. Like I saw like a mech with a railgun just like destroying. Yeah, camps. like it's like, so cool. This is really cool. Just, maybe it's but to me like yeah, maybe it's a game I that's just not watched. Zelda. Yeah, but like what is Zelda? What is Zelda anyways? And like. What we knew mm-hmm. and what we liked at the time doesn't translate well. Like the Zelda franchise was aging and they had to revamp it. And so this is clearly working. 
but we yeah like you said we might just be aging out yeah. and or disconnected from yeah. what's it's a things, fantastic so. game if, if any kids out there goes like yeah. i want to play zelda i'd be like sure it's a e for everyone yeah. game it's like nothing really bad unless if you consider swinging a sword as a bad guy a violent bad thing then okay then you have really priorities in life yeah those are but, pretty intense uh yeah i think it's it's a great game i if my nieces and nephews asked to buy them a switch or multiple switches to play i one of those games i would be easily happy yeah, to drop a couple for thousand sure. for them just that is going to develop their brains in a really positive yeah it's it's cr- it looks like it engages the part of your brain that requires creativity mm-hmm. uh and i think that there's something thrilling about what that game means for the industry yep. and i like i'm not super pumped for all the clones that are going to come <clears> but i like when nintendo sets a trend that is really cool and exciting yep. and innovative and then people copy it and it's like for better usually uh and so i'm grateful for tears of the kingdom it's not a game that i want to play but i think that they did a fantastic yeah. job and it's I, 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 I like you said i love watching people play, yeah so. i would say uh maybe like later down the road after they've done all the updates just 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 try it and then just so you at least you can at least say you tried it and then and you put it oh, down I, yeah my current plan is when zoe's done because yeah. she'll get like 150 200 hours out of it or whatever <laughs> uh i might start like I'll try yeah. it and like maybe she says like hey it's got way better story it kind of takes you through it a little bit more yeah. um and so I'm maybe it'll click and like open world games are so hit or miss for me if they clicked uh like yeah. I I like the Horizon games but they don't click whereas Ghost of Tsushima the first time I played it it didn't click but the second time it did yeah. um and so like it's just it's it's always hit or miss mm. uh and maybe this will will hit for me yeah. but uh uh, let's let's move on. I had watched the Little Mermaid yeah. movie. So I went to the drive-in last mm-hmm. night. Uh, dr- going to drive-in's fun. Um, the movie, is, its greatest strength is how close it sticks to the original movie. So some of the remakes they've kind of departed, uh, especially in the music. Yeah. So like the Aladdin, they change the feel of the songs a lot. So like the kind of emphasis of the the music will change. Uh, like it'll be like instead of on but the was they they just. They try and yeah. make it different enough so that's like, oh, I want to listen to this version. I think they was, that f- fucking sucks. This sounds and feels exactly like the original. Fuck up. There's three original songs. I assume there was going to be just the one because that's usually what they do so they can be nominated yeah. for the Oscar. Yeah. There's three and they all fucking suck. <laughs> um, there's one like funny song that would be okay. It's like a rap. Yeah. Um, and it's Aquafina rapping. And it would be okay. Well, Aquafina's in this? Know, oh, yeah, she's Scuttlebutt. Um, so it would be okay, you know, in a n- different movie. Like, it was, like, fine, mm. but it was just, like, it doesn't fit this vibe at all. They got rid of Les Poissons, which I think is a bummer. Anyways, overall, it's a movie that sticks pretty close to the original, yeah. um, but it's less good. And I think there's a fundamental flaw to the live-action remakes where animation, you can use these shorthands to tell the story. So you can... Through character design, you can very specifically say something about different characters. Mm. And so Prince Eric, for example, they don't have a bunch of stuff to like define who Prince Eric is. But like, you know what he is. You know what he represents. You know the idea, the shorthand of what he is. Whereas in this movie, he's this just generic kind of bland looking dude. Mm. So they have to characterize him. They have to spend all this time defining him. Uh, And the first scene of the movie is him on a ship being a leader and it's a boring ass fucking filler scene. And there's a ton of that where they have to spend time defining the characters and it fucks with the pacing. So although mostly it's the same order chronologically of the movie, 
the pacing is off. And so I found myself very rarely engaged in a meaningful yeah. way. Uh, I think visually, I don't like this look of like semi photorealist, like animated stuff. Yeah. Uh, I find it still would have charmed. Like when Under the Sea is happening, I found myself thoroughly underwhelmed. It's like I couldn't put my Does finger it, on what specifically it, it was looked, underwhelming it looked me. It terrible, it, didn't it? Like, because I saw like that whole scene, like those snippets in the trailer of Under the Sea, and I'm like, this looks like ass. <laughs> no, it looks fine. It's yeah. that I hate. I think that the Twitter brigade of like, look at the shitty, the CG is, is stupid because they're like, they're not putting the movie in the context it's watched. And then also yeah. it's like a, a shitty low quality version of that mm. thing. And so when you're in a theater or like when you're watching on your TV and the contrast is right and like the image is as it's supposed to look, it usually looks fine. And that's what I found with Little yeah. Mermaid. Most of the time it looks good. There's a couple times where the mermaid design doesn't look good, but it's actually when it's more practical. I thought it just mm. looked cheesy. Um, but I think that there's just like big elements that are kind of missing. Like, I don't think so. It's heavy part. Bardem is the dad. I don't think that was a good cast. Halle Berry and Melissa McCarthy are both fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, they were both really, really great. Oh, yeah. Ur she's um, Ursula. Right. Yeah. And she was really, really yeah. good. Uh, I think Halle Berry, Halle Bailey is better. Uh, as soon as she starts sting singing, I was moved. Like part of your world is might be better in this movie than the original. Mm -hmm. um, they, they, they. Prince Eric is like probably the biggest weakness of this movie, man. He's so the place and he's Prince like Eric. a pretty good singer. Oh, some random John, he must be a Broadway Jonah guy or something. Park, yeah. and he's fine. Um, and so they they also they change it from being like a European kind of any anywhere town yeah. to being a Caribbean anywhere town, which I'm okay with. Um, <laughs> but they do weird things. Like there's like little sn story snippets to kind of make it work where. Prince Eric isn't the son of the king and queen. He's this adopted son. Mm. Like they found him because it's a Caribbean island. So it's primarily uh, black people. Like Jamaica, and the queen baby. is black. <laughs> but then Prince Eric is traditionally white. And I guess they had cast Halle Bailey. Um, and they're like, we don't want two black people at the center of the movie. We want like, a you mix. know, controversy surrounding I'm, one. But people, yeah. yeah. And so I found it was weird that they built the, they had to even mention that he was adopted. Like who fucking cares? It's a Disney movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, I think my primary complaint is because of the switch of mediums, there's a ton of filler time that is not interesting. Fucks with the pacing. I fell asleep twice um, <laughs> That's for, like not a, good. for a second. And Cassie was like, whack me. And I'm like, <laughs> um, and the, I'd say the first half is better. I think the first half, it was hovering above a five, like probably like a 5.4, yeah. 5.5. I was like, this is fine. Uh, and then. The second half gets worse and worse, and it probably landed at around a four point five yeah. for me overall. Yeah, no. So the to me, everything what you said to me made sense in what I was kind of roughly predicting the movie. Let's mm -hmm. just get out of this way. I have no problem with Halle Bailey playing Ariel. Like, there's no. She's yeah, perfect. The, She's actually yeah, perfect. There's no issue there. It's just the fact that like, did this mm -hmm. movie need to exist? It's like it feels like no, <laughs> it did not need to exist. They should have learned the lessons from Aladdin. Aladdin was ass. Like I, I stopped at like halfway through that movie. I mean, what's what's the lesson that we can make shitty movies and we still make over a billion God, dollars? Like, like that's the problem. Yeah, it's just like they they'll make they'll make like one point three billion dollars yeah, on this. I just no matter how shitty it is. Yeah, I know. Actually, they should have so. learned the lessons from Mulan. Mulan was just god awful. Um, and that one didn't make money because it was the COVID era, so they had to just release yeah. Disney Plus. So I think, but yeah, that Mulan is way worse to me. This is. I, okay, so slightly better than Beauty so, and the Beast. Oh, oh, really? It's better than Beauty and the Beast. 
I I don't like. I thought it was oh, it was okay just to see a, like that was like the first live action movie I think or no Cinderella is but that's like oh. not really the same like that feels very much like a totally different thing that's just this yeah, yeah 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 the same uh fairy yeah it's tale. just like so I don't know like to me I'm thank God Bobby Eager's back hail Bobby Eager um uh, please bring back quality no. uh, <laughs> um mm-hmm. not yeah quantity. not quantity uh and just stop. Like thank God they stopped Moana. Um, that's like that was, yeah, that fell apart that pretty fell quick. Real fell apart, and then just like they're not, they're never gonna stop. <laughs> well, I mean, I hope Bobby could just go stop, and then they'll just stop because like what else is what else? What, no, what's the next one? What is the next one? Uh, Hercules. Oh fuck! Really? To me, that's like Mulan, where it has potential, but they're probably gonna fuck. No, they're gonna fuck up. it up because they're, they're gonna uh, change the music because you can't have the same kind of music. The showgirls yeah. kind of music. To me, as soon as you know, for the next 15, 20 years, they're going to keep doing live action remakes. And then it'll be far enough away that they're going to do uh, like whatever is trendy for computer animation. They'll do computer animated reboots and they'll just keep retelling the same stories because they make money and they'll make over a billion dollars. And it's just an easy, safe bet. Yeah. Uh, and that's what Disney do. Disney I mean, do those safe I mean, bets. Disney's already fucking up the Star Wars universe. They already fucked up Marvel universe and they already, fuck, they already fucked up their old universe of their own shit so yeah. it's just like it's a it's a it's fucked. a wheel of shit and then i'm just wondering what's the next franchise they're gonna acquire that they're also gonna fuck please do a24 please do not sell the disney please god do not sell this <laughs> that's not gonna i don't think that's yeah, gonna happen. why don't but yeah. um we're we're way over but john you have to convince me to watch 911 shortly in a very in a very small, small amount, amount of, time. of time okay do you enjoy disaster movies no. Do you enjoy heartfelt stories that transcends race and age? Not when you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> or do you enjoy uh, really realistic yet satisfying backstories of characters? Sure. You're going to love 911, baby. So here's the thing. It is very interesting how they portray this on a Fox network. So all Fox network is different than Fox. Yeah. 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 That's like a totally, but I mean like even like, like the Fox like shows I used to watch is like, it feels really low budget. This one feels like huge budgets. Mm. So they cover disasters and in a very kind of really a timeline that kind of fits within the modern day area of LA. So they'll bring in all disasters of the LA earthquake back in, I think the sixties and they kind of bring it to a modern day age. Oh, tsunamis like the Fukushima um, tsunami that hits. So they bring it in and show kind of like what happens. The realistic events kind of destroy the town, the emergencies, the type of emergencies they had to deal with or type of disasters. Real 911 calls just adapted to the space because those like disasters Mm -hmm. where people uh, were partying on the third floor of a building and it just collapses and they, they will investigate going, oh, it collapsed for this reason. And you, if you actually mm-hmm. go online, you read about it. It's actually a realistic, like, this is what happened. The reason why it collapsed cool. because they, they, uh, the building owner tried to remodel and use the really shitty material for the flooring and just did not do anything, made it look good. Yeah. And every, all the disasters are real. The procedures are real. And it just has that really kind of realistic frame of how, these emergency people really deal with disasters and how the help how people help. The other part that's really good is that every single character feels really grounded and realistic. 
and it's like mm. a woman right at the beginning um angel uh angela Bassett, who plays the queen of wakanda is yeah, the, yeah, one yeah. of the stars in, and her character is that her and her husband of 15 years uh they are separating because her husband's gay and you can see her handling that situation really well not because she's handling going oh i support you she's angry she's really angry you're like i can't believe you lied to me for all this time and you can see her just mm-hmm. like being one-sided about it but you can see her husband soon to be ex going you knew i was gay you wanted kids and you just chose me and ignore the fact that i was gay all this time and i'm now you're mad mm-hmm. at me for coming out and you see this interaction that is both grounded of realistic ways of how they are portraying the story and how you should be handling this situation really healthily and realistic instead of just mm-hmm. being really combative and everything. And they finally get to a place where they accept each other and they actually realize that yeah, Angela, uh, her character name is Athena accepts going, yes, I made a mistake and I fucked up, but we need to work together for the kids because they have two kids. And he's like, mm-hmm. yep, I need to work it out too. And you can see the character grow really well done. And also every time they interact, it just feels it's a good model for people to watch going, if this happens mm-hmm. to me or if, if I separate from my partner and we have kids, we need to act in this way. It's a good moral story. And yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm not a huge, like uh first responder show kind of person. Like I don't like any cop yeah. shows. I don't like firefighter shows, uh, paramedic shows and stuff, but the, this is, it's quite well reviewed and you're convincing me with, uh, I would just say, watch the first so. couple seasons. Oh, not the first couple, first couple episodes. Nope. You, how many, three, three episodes, how many episodes, three episodes, three episodes. Yeah. I can commit to three episodes. Yeah, just um, the one character, Buck, at the beginning, um, just ignore his character. <laughs> is that the old white no, guy? No, no, that's Bobby. Bobby's great. Um, oh, okay. Oh, Buck is the yeah, he's he's star. the he's a young guy. Bobby, Bob, all the backstories for all the firefighters is fucking amazing. Even Buck's when his is like you have to wait until like season two for his backstory, but you always yeah. see like like you see like the title going character name begins. That means like it's his no backstory and it's just so good. It's just like it. Some of them I'm just, wow, that's so fucked up. And you read about, and you actually go online and read about it and you're like, yeah, it's based on this event. And you're like, that's, that's fucked. Cool. <laughs> that's yeah. cool. Uh, have you watched the entire show or are you? I'm on like season six. Right? And then, oh, yeah, so you're at the and end. then we're going to Jillian, Jillian got into it. And then now after we finished catching up, we're going to go watch the Texas version called N911 Lone Star that's starring Rob Lowe. Let's go, baby. Oh, oh I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my pitch uh, to you viewers. If you guys also like trash uh, first responder cop shows or whatever, let me know. I'll probably watch it. And. Who knows? Maybe I'll make content out of it. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I should have a whole series. Yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. I'll just maybe. Well, that's really maybe, fun. Maybe we'll have like sub episodes on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I've been playing through the Gardens of the Galaxy game. I beat it once, and then I had a moment close to the end where I started talking to people, and I started caring about you know when you do dialogues and you kind of just like skip through the dialogue, yeah. and you're like, yeah, 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 I get it, I get, it, I get it. But I realized at the end, I was like, oh, I actually kind of care, and so I was like. <laughs> I beat and I was like, I'm going to play this again immediately. And I started playing it again. Mm-hmm. And I now just slow down and talk to everyone. And I do every little thing I can. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a great game. If you like Guardians of the Galaxy, they really nailed the tone. It's not the movie versions of the characters. It's 
this game specific yeah. versions but it's great writing the story's awesome uh it's one of those like kind of old school games where it's complete experience mm-hmm. like there is no dlc there's no like microtransactions it's just like everything is in the game you unlock every mm-hmm. outfit by playing and find them in game you get every ability uh and the story's not as fun the combat's really mm-hmm. fun it, it's it's tough to start because you start a star lord and you have your little shooty cannons yeah. uh and they suck but that's the point is more when you unlock the abilities for everyone and you're base you're just commanding people to do yeah. all these attacks and you get all these these uh yeah these different abilities and so it's more like an rp a squad based rpg and that's when it gets way more fun uh and it's it is super fun and it's super exciting when you get to the later parts of the game yeah. and so it's for, it's on ps plus i think it's on game pass highly recommend it if you like the tone of guardians of the galaxy yeah. it has some beautiful visuals not technically it's a pretty good looking game but the art style is fantastic uh and so i would highly recommend if you like mass effect there's like decisions and stories and stuff that really make an impact mm. Um, and good combat and great story and I would highly recommend the game to everyone. Yeah, I think uh, the game I'm probably going to replace Zelda is Dave the Diver. <laughs> it looks kind of fun. Uh, you're a diver. I never heard of yeah, that. Yeah, you're a diver. You do dive deep feet. Oh, you do dive fishing and you run a sushi restaurant and it was probably oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was really well reviewed and then uh it the final game release is happening sometime in june but i'll just play it beforehand oh cool it's been like early access overwhelmingly positive yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. i'm gonna give that a cool. shot and i'll probably give a quick sure. review if i finish it and even jillian she's like i would love I'm, that i'm gonna play this i love mm. that well i think that's it for this week's yeah, episode this is a long one um and yeah two and a half hours well, i guess 215 because 15 minutes are warm yeah. up uh which you can get check out on patreon.com slash let's wing it or you can reach us at let's wing it pod at on twitter mm. Or let's wing it 22 at Gmail if you have questions and or comments. That's a great spot. I'd love to for you guys to give us some questions uh, to answer. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, you know, just let Drum us know how you're doing. Do it. Uh, you, yeah. Leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice, like on YouTube. Mm. Uh, I kind of forget that we even do YouTube. But uh, we're doing it. If you want to watch us talk, uh, it's pretty low budget for now. Um, but uh, I appreciate every single one of you listening. Uh, and until next week. I don't. See you later. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Fuck you for listening, buddy. Okay, bye. Person. Oh.